Blog Talk Radio.
hips go to and fro Ooh, baby, so cool Living life like a movie show Like a movie show Your mama don't get no love
to Dr. Robert X. Form by way of Truth to Power. I'm Beverly, and we're looking at the four horsemen and that jackass. How are you doing this evening, Dr. Robert X? Hotel, Sister Bear, Hotel family. Uh, I'm struggling a little bit, Bear, but I'm here. Okay. All right. Okay. We're going to send you that energy. Yeah. I, that I great energy. Okay. I could definitely because uh, I don't think this is something that's passing in the night. Uh, I think this is a little bit more than uh, than I anticipated. So, okay. But, uh, again, uh, uh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, and if you feel like that, you know, you don't have to do the whole the whole all the hours when you feel like that enough is enough. Uh, you can. Uh, Stop and the family will step in. Yeah, well, you know, you know, I appreciate that, Bear, but uh, <clears throat> we good, we good, we uh, we go for what we know for as long as we can go. Okay. All but right. in the meantime, uh, I ain't sending out no scare telegrams out there mm-hmm. <clears throat> because it's like I said, um, when it's time for me to go. Uh, I don't want no tears, that's for sure. And uh, you won't have to pay no admission. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) uh, But I tell you, man, uh, that that poor horseman thing, I think, Uh is, is... is more than a notion. Everybody knows that the four horsemen is basically a biblical reference. Mm-hmm. And if you just what's going on, we got comedians, clowns, trannies getting getting elected to office. Um, what happened in Argentina is absolutely unbelievable. So what happened in Argentina? You know, um, you know me. I'm in the in the dark. What what they do in Argentina? They elected another TV personality slash Trump wannabe. Mm. And and I mean, this dude is raw. He says he's he's cutting. All these fake leftist programs, he calls them every name in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's raw, Bear, but he's not a politician. 
Oh, he not? Where was he? Where was he? So he came in like like Trump. He wasn't no politician. Where was he before? A television personality. Uh, he an actor. How about that? Hmm. Seems to be a lot of that going on these days, there. Yes, yes. In the meantime, uh, the film footage is getting released on January the 6th. And as we said, it's blowing up in their face. Yeah, I saw some of those those uh, videos. I saw a couple it's of obvious, them. It's obvious that it was not some so-called insurrection. Right. On top of that, you got the judge down there in Denver, Colorado. She going to make it an insurrection, even though he ain't been charged by nobody with insurrection. She going to mm-hmm. make that in and then say she can't keep him off the ballot because it's unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. I say, well, then keep your opinions to yourself. They run in polls unlike anything I've given out of Huh? They running polls. You say they doing what now? They running polls. They running polls unlike anything I've ever seen before. And you know how polls are. Yeah, I've never seen this many polls every day. It's like they're looking for a poll that's going to show them something different. And nothing is showing them any different. So as you might expect, uh, they tripping like they on acid or something, Bill. <laughs> I mean, they are losing their mind. They're calling for the man to be eliminated. Okay. They even got Cardi B losing her mind. What little bit she had now, to begin with. What what was she doing? Was she uh, uh she losing her mind because of what the what the uh, the polls are saying or what the you know that orange man is winning? Was she losing her mind for? She don't know. Because <laughs> she's too stupid. She, she don't have a mind to lose, Bear. That's what I meant to begin with. Mm, okay. But that little bit that she got, she's losing that. Mm. You got the mayor of New York. Um, he's feeling the wrath of the worship of the white boy because uh, they're getting ready to undress him. Yeah. Now, I did hear about the FBI was investigating him. Yeah. Oh, he's he's done. For all practical purposes, he's done. But you see, Bear, that's what happens when you try to play their game. Mm-hmm. That's why we put the jackass right there with the four horsemen. Because mm-hmm. we can all remember it wasn't so long ago he was so happy, and we sanctuary and sent us your, your tired and your unwashed and your naked. We got it. No problem. Well, he bit off a little bit more than he can chew. 
And that's that's pretty you much like what, that's pretty much what a jackass does. Mm-hmm. Looks like he look. was set up for failure, and he walked right into it. But that's on him. Mm-hmm. See, you sold your essence for a political spot, and the same thing gonna happen to a lot of these black politicians that you see out here trying to hang orange man, and they're going to get hung. Damn near all the court uh, cases. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Beth. Go ahead. Now, I was just going to say, uh, your mayor next. Oh, he, oh yeah, he, he's going to get his, too. Mm-hmm. All of these people, yeah, because there's something else going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Let me check. Anytime you got the head of uh, Open AI who's working on AGI, Artificial General Intelligence, get fired by his board, I'm mm-hmm. talking you going out. Talk- You're going out, Dr. X. You're going out, in and out. I'm going in and out. Uh-huh. How about now? Very clear. Okay. I don't know what that's caused by, but but his board fired him, and people trying to figure out what they fired him for. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't so long ago that he was hanging out with Elon Musk, who's uh, uh Kicking media matters ass, you might recall, I mentioned media matters last week about that being a tool of George Soros and the Rothschilds. And that they're out here to basically survey the media landscape and attack any prominent person that don't ride with them. Well, they bit off a little bit more than they could chew, so they got the jackass label too. They say Elon Musk is basically defrauding people, uh, advertisers, uh, using anti-Semitism. Now, Elon Musk and Sam Altman were the two major tech people that was warning everybody about chat GPT. Okay. And when I first heard that, I said, wait a minute, because now the thing is, Bev, everywhere you look on this planet, wherever there's turmoil, you're going to find some Jews right in the middle of it. This is no different. So I'm looking at what's going on a little bit broader than the average person. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I'm with you, Tut. But I think that there's a hell of a reason why they fired this dude. I know Microsoft and Bill Gates got $10 billion wrapped up in this thing. Okay? So, of course, firing him, Microsoft stepped right into the mix. No, that's going to happen. But then, Bill, they want to hire him back. 
but this time they want to give him more power. There's something else so going on. Was, so was it some disagreement with the board? I mean, did some want him back, some didn't want him back, and they finally came to a conclusion? What what was going on? They don't want to say. No. They say it wasn't A, B, C, D, and E. But we got our reasons why we did. Well, let me just tell you why I think that they did it. Because, again, okay. we cannot... We cannot divorce this Jewish thing from it. I think they're just about ready to introduce the new God. That's why they're importing Muslims from all over the world, dropping them off in white world, all over Western Europe. And, of course, now they want to get rid of all the Palestinians and bring them here. And as we, we went through, Bev, years ago, talking about the language of the Internet and how it was so closely related to the biblical language, up to and including the cloud, right? The Christians say Jesus is supposed to come back in a cloud. Uh, I'm hearing people talking about New Jerusalem. <laughs> Well, if they emptying out the West Bank in Gaza, because if they empty out Gaza, they're going to empty out the West Bank too. Okay? So this is going to be the God that serves mankind in the future uh, forevermore. Okay, um, so I don't take that likely because for me, this is just another part of this whole Jewish thing. They getting busted all over the place, but they don't give a damn. They bomb in hospitals, talking about you got tunnels up under the hospitals. Come to find out that there ain't no tunnels up under the damn hospitals that they uh, line again in. Okay, now they're talking ceasefire for about four or five days so they can get some hostages. And after they admitted that they killed uh, uh, some of their own hostages that was being held by Hamas, you got the little tranny Jew over there, Zelensky. You had uh, uh, the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mighty Joe Young, the black dude, he went over there to tell Zelensky to uh, unretire his skin-tight black tights and suspenders and his five-inch heels because uh, he's getting ready to change profession, uh, professions again. Uh, and right after he went there, the CIA went there, and I'm sure they told him that if he he's not willing to unretire them tights, uh, they got a box for him. Because okay? all over the media, they're now saying the war is over. Well, damn. Two weeks ago, they were trying to get another $80 billion 
and they wanted to wrap it up in some Israeli paper, right? So two weeks later, you got them going over there now saying it's time to hang it up. It's time for some peace talks. Well, I hope Putin, right, get a piece of that ass. Because ain't nobody know the Rothschilds like him. That's why he kicked them out of his country. So you, as you can see, I'm viewing this thing a little bit differently. We got two warmongers to come back into British politics. One becomes the foreign secretary, and the other one becomes a major advisor. And they get brought back by an Arab politician, Richie Sunak, who's like the mayor of Britain. Why he bring them two bastards back? We know they're evil. So... That's why I'm saying there's something else. It don't matter who they go and pick. They can go get Michelle Obama's mama. They, they're fully aware that ain't nobody going to beat this dude. Nobody. So what do they do, Bear? They're not melting down, Bear. They're melting up. The lies have been put on overdrive. <clears throat> I've never, Bear, and it's, it's right on the, it's in the media. And everybody know that they lied. But it's not stopping them. they just turning up the volume on the lies. I've never seen anything like it. Again, you got Cardi B hollering and screaming that she ain't voting for for uh, the Democrats no more. Oh, wait a minute. She says she's not voting for the Democrats. She just now waking up. Bear, remember. She was all in. She was all on biting campaigning and wiggling her ass for him and everything else. Uh, that is correct. So now yeah. she's looking at the Republicans? That's what I see. Well, wow. let's do this. I'll let you hear it for yourself. Check this out, Bill. Okay. Okay. She said she's an angry bitch. Bitch. Y'all need to get it here because I'm about to I'm about to go off right now. Right now. Yeah, I'm about to go off right now. Come on in. Hold up. Oh, y'all yeah, sorry because usually I'll be having like thirty thousand people by now, but I have twenty four thousand. I need to spread this fucking video. 
anytime a present video and if something happens to me, it's because I'm speaking truth. So God forbid something happens to me or my family or some shit, it's because niggas is after me because I'm speaking the truth. And here's the truth, right? In New York, there is a 120 million budget cut. There's a 120 million budget cut in New York that is going to affect schools, public libraries, and um, the police department. Y'all know I'm going to talk about the cops, but, like, it is what it is. There's going to be a $120 million budget cut with schools, with the libraries, and the cops, and the police department, and a $5 million budget cut in sanitation. A, a budget cut in sanitation. Bitch, we're going to be drowning with rats. We're going to be drowning in fucking rats. So we are going to be having a budget cut on you. This is why I said, I'm not, this is why I'm telling y'all, I'm not this year. Don't fucking ask me. I don't give a fuck the resume that they send. I don't give a fuck. I'm not endorsing no fucking president no more. Because how is it a hundred, $100 million budget cut in New York City for, for um fucking schools, libraries, uh police safety, and sanitation, yeah, Joe Biden's talking about, like, yeah, we could fund two wars, we could fund two wars, motherfuckers talking about we don't got it, but we got it, like, we're the greatest nation, no, the fuck we're not, we're going through some shit right now, like, say it, say it, we really going through, uh, we, we, we really, 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 really are fucked right now.
I told myself this week, like, yo, the internet right now is too dark because celebrity drama, of course, we, we, we love it, we, we infuse with it, we watch it, but it's like, yo, that's little of what's really going on in the world right now. That's nothing compared to what's going on in the world right now. The world is in fucking shambles. After the, after, um, after, uh, the pandemic, a lot of these countries, they want to do shit because everybody, everybody, all, Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) No one went nowhere, nobody's school. But you know what? At least she can talk to the young people, and they she is kind of making them aware, making them pay a little attention to what's going on. And what she's saying about the schools, the library, the police, I say it's a good thing because that's the system that's going down. Now it's time for the people to step up. The schools was telling lies most of the time. The libraries was printing out lies. Uh, the police was trained by Israel. New York need to find a better way to use to clean up their streets. I don't like how they had the garbage setting all out in front of the business. So this is the time for the people to come in and put in their own schools, do, do their own life, because that system falling down. So don't worry about that system. Put up the new system. Okay. I, I feel you, Bill. I'm just not feeling Cardi B. I'm sorry. Well, I, I ain't feeling feel... her either, but, but I do. She got a lot of followers, and she, and she is making them, hey, look and see what's going on with the sister with Pop. So she is making, making them that's aware, the so point. I give her that. That's the whole point that I'm making. If, that, if okay. you got to rely on her to tell you, what the hell is going on? You already in trouble, big trouble. A lot of, lot of young people they don't pay attention to politics. I remember when I was young, I wasn't thinking about no politics. I was out there popping my fingers and and doing things. Uh, and so at least she will get some of them kind of listen and say, pay attention and say, well, what's she talking about? Let's see what's going on. The young people don't know politics, but they're paying attention to it now because of Black Lives Matter and the colleges and universities and high schools that have the Jewish people have immersed people into politics, but it's all propaganda. It's not teaching them anything about politics. Right. Because if it did, the first people that would get our ass whooping is the teachers. They'd be first in well, line to get out for miseducation. Well, maybe it's coming. Okay, well, well, all right, Bill, I'll go with you on that. But look, because, see, I don't think, uh, well, I'll just hold that comment until later. Because sometimes you get to see the other things before we put this whole thing in context. Because I told you. Okay. Uh, these they're talk. They're getting ready to introduce their new God concept. Right. I, you're right. You're right. Okay. Now that's what I think, Sam Altman. Okay. Because mm-hmm. he. All right. So I think that they're getting ready to. 
What am I going again? Yeah, no, you just go in and out. Go ahead. Okay. I I think they're getting ready to unleash it because I think all the stuff going on in Jerusalem, or is it real? I think it's all connected. I don't think any of this is separate. Because let me show you what else happened there. Mm -hmm. And again, this stuff is in mainstream media. Mm -hmm. Okay? You got this idiot, Old Testament, named Dan Goldman. Dan Goldman. Mm -hmm. Okay. He comes out and says that Trump needs to be gotten rid of. That ain't the word or the phrase that he used. He says he needs to be eliminated. Now, let me tell you, the reason that he says that is with a lot of them, because he knows he can get away with it. Okay? None of them going to call them on it. That goes for fake-ass Marjorie Taylor Greene, the Republican, and all the rest of them. It's like they all uh, ran out in front to hurry up and let it be known that they support Israel immediately. Here's what he just said a couple of days ago, Bear. Family, listen. Okay, and he put the... uh, the, the red-haired girl that used to be the press secretary, let me tell you something about her. She has her idiocy. She's just as dumb as the Chia Pet. Oh, she had hers good. She uh, was the one before her. She was before her, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. believe me, she's just as dumb. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Word, both of them. Okay. Well, they so just she, they just reading scripts. They they like actors. They just reading off of what they. Yeah. Who making them read the scripts? Whoever running the stuff, the pilot. Uh, whoever running Biden can office. No, ain't nobody making them do anything. They doing it because well, they no, want. Well, no, I mean. Yeah, that's their job. I'm just looking at it. They looking at it that that's their job, and they on that team. I mean, that, that they chose to be uh, on that on that team. So I'm I probably need to use another word besides making. If Trump press secretary lied the way these people do, I'd be saying the same thing. But when mm-hmm. she was that little white girl kept a a thick binder, so whenever she got asked a question. She oh, was she was bad. She, uh, yeah. Yeah, I liked it, her. These people just lie on no end. You understand what I'm saying as we go on here. Check this okay. out. Okay. Her and Sam Goldman. I want to also turn to Trump, of course, and just some of what the reporting has been around uh, some of his conversations also as we anticipate a year full of trials next year. I want to take a listen to part of a conversation that he had with uh, ABC's Jonathan Carl about January 6th and get your thoughts on the other end. You told him you were going to go up to the Capitol. Were you just... I was going to in the Secret Service said, 
you can't. And then by the time I would have, and then when I got back, I said, I wanted to go back. I was thinking about going back during the problems, stop the problems, doing it myself. Secret Service didn't like that idea too much. So, so what I could have done that, and you know what, I would have been very well received. So there's been so much speculation, contemplation, discussion of what Trump wanted to do, what he knew or didn't know. I mean, do you think as a prosecutor or a prosecutor this is something that could be useful in the case against Trump? How will it be used? Yeah, well, I mean, look, he says uh, I would be well-received because he knows that the people who were there are his supporters who he riled up and incited to invade and riot at the Capitol and try to disrupt the proper counting of the Electoral College votes. So every time he talks, he's uh, putting himself into a bigger criminal hole. Uh, but the, but his, that's not his objective. His objective mm. is purely political at this point. Uh, politics don't work in a courtroom, as I think he's finding out in the mm. New York Attorney General's case in New York, a civil case, and, and that's going to continue in his criminal trials. But his rhetoric is really getting dangerous, more and more dangerous. And we saw what happened on January 6th when he uses inflammatory rhetoric now and his recent true social post uh, is incredibly, incredibly scary for anyone uh, that might be trying to op work in government. And um, it is just uh, unquestionable at this point that that man cannot see public office again. He is not only unfit, he is destructive to our democracy, uh, and he has to be, uh, he has to be eliminated. Now, this cat, gold man, claims to be a lawyer. Mm. Lawyer's stock and trade is language. He sits there with this red-headed witch whose name is Jen Psaki. Mm -hmm. She sells a mixed drink in a Japanese or Chinese brothel. Jen and Psaki. Okay? With her fake red hair. Right? This dude sits up there because he knows he can get away with it, and he says, as he's criticizing Owens Man's language, that Owens Man needs to be eliminated. And Sound like you're talking about getting killed. Everywhere that Owens Man has these court cases, he whooping their ass, period. They trying to gag him, and it gets thrown out. Okay, they want to try to hurry up and have uh, trials one right after another, and the judges are extending them because of the amount of paperwork involved. Okay, so now they're saying damn near all of the cases won't even come forth until after 2024. Watch this, Bear. <clears throat> There's a major election corruption case going on in Georgia. The case was brought by Democrats in Georgia. 
The case is about the dysfunctionality of the voting machines. It was brought in Georgia over three years ago, not by the Republicans, but by the Democrats. Okay? Election fraud cases by Democrats are being unearthed all over the country, from Connecticut to Michigan, everywhere. Tens of thousands of votes coming up missing. As a matter of fact, it was over 150,000 in Georgia. Okay? So the judge says no, because the case was brought by part of the Democratic intelligentsia from the university system in Georgia. So the judge says the case is going forward. They don't want the case to go forward because the evidence is overwhelming because this is what the Democrats have been talking about going all the way back to the first election in George Bush and how the machines are flipping people's votes and all kind of stuff. The other case in Georgia with Fannie will get that one completely thrown out. Okay? Not that any of them are going anywhere anyway. But just the the idea that Democrats brought a case of the machines not working properly in Georgia blows their whole case up. We ain't done yet, Bill. Jack Smith, who is the special counsel, has now got to deal with the fact that Joe Biden, who had no authority to have all these documents, box on top of box on top of box on top of box of documents in his garage and in several other places so that Hunter could go and look at the documents and draw up his proposals in order for him to get paid. Well, the special counsel, a Jap, that was handling that case, basically dropped the case. And Biden had no authority to have top secret documents, period. The whole thing, Bear, all of this stuff, all of it, at the base of all of it, is Old Testament. And that's why these people feel that they can lie and there's absolutely no consequence for all of the lies that they tell us. But what they don't understand, Sister Bear, family, is that there are millions on top of millions on top of millions of people 
watching everything they do. Everything. Personally, don't care because it seems like every time I turn around, Orange Man got his ass on one of the major media networks. I told you. If he get caught up in anything, it's going to be because of his ego. See, them people trying to tie a knot in his ass, and he's sitting up on ABC News talking to John Carl. Then he turned around and called him fake news. In my world, that's called hypocrisy. Okay? So, and Bev, that ain't all of it. That is not all of it by any stretch of imagination. I switched to another one of the programs that I monitor on BitChute, The War Room, with Steve Bannon. And I want you to take a listen to this, family. Listen to how these people lie. Pay close attention, okay? Because they don't care. They've been given orders to lie as much as you want because we control the media. Therefore, there will be no consequence of you lying from mainstream media. So listen to this, Bear, and then we need to go back and understand who it is that's telling us this stuff in mainstream media. That were, I guess, just too offended, uh, or, or maybe perhaps too delicate to call a fascist a fascist, or to call fascism fascism. For years, people say, "Oh yeah, but you know, we don't have the violence component." We, despite the fact Donald Trump threw up the first campaign time and again, kept saying, "Beat the hell out of my opponents." Did you hear what he said? Bear? I'm here. So did you hear what he said? Bear, yeah. My little part. Okay. This is very important because he says that Orange Man talking about beating his opponent is talking about physically beating his opponent. When Bev, family, I know you and I heard Joe Biden over and over talking about corn pop and kicking somebody's ass, let's go to the gym, and going on campaign uh, swings and challenging people in the audience. I didn't see any of that from Orange Man. So listen to this clown again. Now, the dude that you're listening to 
is, of course, from MSNBC. Like almost all of these clips are from MSNBC. This is Joe Scarborough, who claimed to be a Republican, and they found the body of a, a dead white woman in his office beat to death. Which is why he's sitting up there on the TV screen, because he knew he couldn't get elected no more. But he got a get-out-of-jail-free card, and he's sitting there in judgment of other people. Now, his wife is Mika Brzezinski. You know who her daddy is, Bear? That name sounds familiar. Her last name sounds familiar. Her daddy is Zig Bignu Brzezinski, Jimmy Carter's point man, who armed what was then called the Taliban under the leadership of Osama bin Laden. Her daddy mm-hmm. armed. Okay, and called them the Taliban, right? Now, what came out this week, Bev, on the Chinese social media, let me say Chinese slash U.S. Defense Department social media organ having to do with bin Laden? I know you saw this. No, I ain't see that either. I ain't, mm what did I say? They republished a letter that he wrote over 20 years ago, basically saying that 9-11 was as much a fault of the U.S. based on their treatment of other people as it was a fault of the people that did it. Her daddy is the one who armed the Taliban to fight against Russia in Afghanistan in the late 1980s. That's Mika Brzezinski's daddy, Zygbignu Brzezinski, who was a world government asshole, wrote several books that everybody should read. Okay? And I'm running a blank on them books between two ages. Um, I can't even think of the other one. So now they're sitting up on the intelligence network, MFNBC, basically being hypercritical of Orange Man when these people are all about death and destruction. Okay? So now you know who these people are sitting up there telling you what to believe and what not to believe. So I'm going to play it again. Listen closely, family, please. And and I will pay your lawyer's fees, praising a congressman, as we said, for beating the hell out of a news reporter, for asking, a question, for asking a question about health care reform. Charlottesville, good people on both sides trying to justify that. January 6th then comes. There's really, there's really no ambiguity there. It's like Mussolini going after government buildings with violence, taking over government buildings with violence on his rights. Then we, we, we have January 6th. We have the example of Paul Pelosi. A guy, uh, his, a speaker of the house, his husband, speaker of the house that uh, he calls deranged and crazy and all these other things. The speaker of the house husband is <laughs> sexual who was paying to have this dude stick him in his ass. 
Mm-hmm. He's saying that's Orange Man's fault for Paul Pelosi having this dude stick him in his booty. And we come to find out that the dude was a fan of Black Lives Matter, had all kind of regalia of Black Lives Matter and Antifa on the bus that he was living in. You can look it up for yourself, family. They blaming that on Orange Man. <laughs> These people are insane. But the but Secret Service know, let them in. Huh? I say, but they blaming it on Orange Man, but the Secret Service let, let him in. Because you know her, her husband has Secret Service around the house. Yeah, but they didn't let him in. He I let mean, him what? in. I mean, they saw, yeah, but that's the same thing. If he, if they had said he couldn't come in, he wouldn't have got in there. So they knew, they saw him going in there. There. One of the head trannies in the California legislature, well known by all those in Trannyville. This dude, De Pape, that's his name. De Pape. He was very close to that dude. Okay? That dude, the head tranny in the California legislature, came out and said he's a close friend of mine. I don't know why this happened. Orange man just came out and said uh, in a very secretive way that there was something else going on there, okay? And he, this dude got the nerve to sit there and say and speak these niceties about Nancy Pelosi when everybody knows Nancy Pelosi is a monster, And all the stuff, all of the video now is coming out on January the 6th, and it won't be long. It's a matter of months before that whole thing blow up in their face because they were being protected by the Democratic Party to go and lie. That's why they know that. Go ahead. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying, just like somebody in the chat room saying that their job is to stick to the strip of lying. I mean, this is they're going to stick to it all the way to the end. They're not yeah, going to change it. The point is, people need to see how these people will lie on no end. And nobody... They are seeing ever, it. Nobody should ever give them any kind of credibility because the lies are obvious. If you have, if you've been paying any kind of attention to what's going on, the lies are so obvious. Let me go ahead and play some more, because it gets even worse. Mm-hmm. Dehumanizes, and then he he still he still revels in an 82, 83 year old man having the hell beaten out of him. So the violence component of fascism is there. I just want to go through again this New York Times article. Ben, they call (laughs) Orange Man a fascist. Now, let me ask you, do you know the definition of fascism? Do you know what that is? No. Is it got something to do with Nazism, socialism? No. 
the most important thing is understanding what it is. Because prior to Mussolini, there was no such thing as fascism. Fascism, by definition, is a merger of government and corporate power. Oh, well, okay. Example, Klaus Schwab using ESG, Environmental Social Governance, right? And DEI, those are examples of uh, the merging between government and the corporate structure. That's fascism. Okay? This dude sits there and makes up a definition for fascism that has nothing to do with fascism and points the finger at Orange Man. See, if you didn't know any of this, you could easily say, oh, this dude, Robert X. Man, he all up in Orange Man's ass. But what I'm doing is straightening out the lies that these people, because if Cardi B hear this, what you think she going to say? Now you understand why I'm saying no young person should spend more than 15 seconds listening to anything Cardi B got to say. She never went to nobody's school. She went past it. That's why and she's talking, people... and she and she's talking to the people that went past the school too. They understand each other. They talk in the same language. Well, that's cool because she was talking about those who are in the schools now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Schools now. I'm talking about the mentality. I'm sorry. Uh, she's talking to the the mentality that they, they mama and them that that just like her that went past the school and they got oh. children she kept talking to them and because they all talk the same language so they understand I, it they weren't paying attention to what's going on they all propagandalized i got it we ought to bar her ass from being anywhere near school <laughs> if she comes in the vicinity of a school we should treat it like uh what, what they, what they they got laws. You can't do things within a certain distance from the schools. Otherwise, you get extra crime tacked on. Yeah, you can't carry no gun or nothing by the school and all that. Yeah. That's how we need to treat Cardi B and everybody like her. <laughs> now, if you want to learn to get your ass back in school and get out of the damn mirror, putting on your fake nails, fake eyelashes, fake booty, because you, in effect, are nothing more than a fake. And I don't know when to believe anything that you say. That's the point. And for them mamas who let uh, went past the school, don't try to teach your children shit. Go find somebody that know more than you do, right? Because if you didn't learn nothing, what you going to teach them? That's Cardi B. If you went past the school, how you going to teach your children? That's the thing. They haven't been. Those, but but now it's like she kind of waking no. them up a little bit. No, now we got to break it off. We got to stop it. We got to stop it. 
But look, but look at she's talking to. Look at the moms that they were pole dancers and and all the other drug dealers and all. They wasn't paying no attention to politics. I but that is the Cardi B because they teach, they talk the same language. I live in the. It's got to stop. That's okay. my point. It's okay. got to stop. So if you come past the school and you dumber than them rocks laying out there around the school, don't come near the school. That's for the mamas and Cardi B and the daddies. You can't spell ish if I gave you S-H and T. You can't spell that. No. At some point, we got to cut it off okay, before it metastasizes. And that's been a large part of the problem. Because we don't want to hear that. We want to say, oh, okay, well, the schools didn't teach them nothing. Well, if the schools didn't teach you nothing, who do you think you're going to teach? Because nobody ever said that uh, you, the only way you're going to learn something is in school. Hell, I'm a college dropout. And I'm proud of it. But it didn't stop me from learning. Ain't the point. The point is, we got some serious, serious, stupid issues in the black community. I got personal experience with it, Bear. Personal. That's why you hear me being personal. Because I know too many people went to school, got a high school diploma, and can't spell. Doodle if you gave him D-O and D-O. And, 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 but a lot of that was also we got a dysfunctional school system. Just like we say, who set the system up? Rockefeller. They ain't well, we set know, it up to teach you nothing. We we know that. But that's the work for them. We ain't arguing that. What we're saying okay. is Cardi B ain't the one to tell you that she's concerned about the schools because she didn't go in them or past them. Well, somebody say she went to college. Uh, okay, I ain't chasing it, Bear. Because everybody knows. <laughs> do, do I have to play what she said again? No, I didn't think I would have to play it again. I know what you're saying. I'm just looking at another side of it. It's just her. It's a whole slew of them out there. Okay, if I'm lying, I'm flying. Let's go on to the white people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. See, these people may get in the past. Why? Because they got a big ass. You got a big ass, you get a pass. What else is she known for other than a big ass and being nasty? I rest my case. That's because she went past the school. Let's go back to this video. Well, her focus was she wanted the money. So if she had to shake that ass to get it, she shook it to get it. Excuse me. Go ahead. Oh, none of that. Go get the money, but get your ass out of the school children's lives because you ain't going to do nothing to enhance their lives. I thought she might be talking to the mother, the parents. That's 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 on her level. Yeah. These women 
ain't interested in doing nothing but shaking their ass and getting paid. Stop it. That's Megan the, the horse or whatever, or is she a jackass? Uh, sexy red? Stop it, Bear. Yeah, I, I know it. I'm just I'm messing. I'm just looking at different sides. See, there's two sides to everything, but sometimes you don't even want to have to see that other side. Because mm-hmm. we know that these women, they tell you themselves. <laughs> I'm just repeating what they say about themselves. See, see, I, I hate to spend time on this garbage. Okay, okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, because it, it's time that fascism is called fascism. And Americans know exactly what they're voting for. And, you know, I, I've heard people uh, poo-poo this. You know, oh, people on the far left. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a conservative. I'm on the right. I, I, there's a difference between conservatism, radicalism, and fascism. This is fascism. This is, this is uh, the Times uh, quotes uh, an expert on the topic. Fascism is generally understood. And this is boiling. Now, listen, Bear, family, because I gave you the classic definition of what fascism is. You can look it up for yourself. Now, watch him go and redefine fascism to fit what he wants it to fit, okay? When, uh, if, it, if we wasn't living in a quasi-fascist country, they would have locked his ass up for murdering that white girl, that white woman in his office. Beat of the death. played stuff, really, for what fascism is. Fascism is generally understood as an authoritarian, far-right system of government in which hypernationalism is a central component. Check. It also features a cult of personality around a strong man leader. Check. The justification of violence or retribution against opponents. Check. And the repeated denigration of the rule of law. Check, said Peter Hayes, a historian who has studied the rise of fascism. Past fascist leaders appealed to a sense of victimhood to justify their actions. Check. We're entitled because we've been robbed. We've been victimized. We've been cheated and robbed. Check, check, check. Now you understand what I was saying? What the hell is he reading from? Cite your source. Ain't going to happen. Okay? Because whatever he reading from is from a new edition. I'm talking about in the last 30 days or so. Because this is what they've been doing. They rewrite the definitions of things to make it fit what they want it to be. So he just come up with a a 10-minute dissertation of what fascism is that has absolutely nothing to do with fascism, throwing those little words, right-wing, nationalism. Etc. Etc. Ain't no damn definition of no fascism that started with Mussolini, okay, had anything to do with what he's talking about. Fascism was given that name because Mussolini went and took over the business sector in Italy, El Duce. All right, these are historical facts. That's why you hear me squatting on Cardi B, all right, and anybody else like her, 
because it's time out for that. They can go and do whatever they want to do and make their money, but they need to stay where they belong. Stay where you belong. See? Because just a few years ago, when uh, Biden was running for president, and you didn't need to be no damn scholar to see that this man is brain dead. His brain didn't die in 2023. You correct me if I'm wrong. Even my dog know, know that. <laughs> Let's go on with this, man. Finding the snowflakery coming from the Trump people. I mean, a, a, a snowflake falls on their shoulders and, and they're victimized. Uh, they're victimized by history books. See, you see how many times I got to stop this? Because now he's calling the people on the right snowflakes, bears. Who has been referred to as snowflakes for who knows how long? Now, you tell me, Bev, if you ain't seen these dumb-ass college women, right, Black and white, right? That milk mm-hmm. talk. Get out of my space and uh, 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 language is violence and all this kind of stuff. And because of that, they so weak that they were given the name snowflakes. <laughs> so now this clown has taken that name and applied it to people that he called fascists and thugs. On Hank Aaron, uh, they're victimized by 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 kids' books uh, on Roberto Clemente. They're victimized by tweets. They're victim. You name it. They are victimized by everything. They are such weak snowflakes. Now you tell me if that ain't what these, these damn Democrats are victimized. <laughs> I cannot mm-hmm. imagine. Anybody sitting in front of a television screen and listening to this. You literally got to stop it every few words because there's so many lies in there. (laughs) That's why, Bev. They, these people can't hold an argument. They can't debate anybody. That's why they have to rely on censoring people that they disagree with because truth is a very bitter pill to swallow. That's why I'm not pulling no punches with my people because I'm not running no uh, popularity contest. I ain't never been engaged in that. Things that I'm going to tell you is like a bitter pill. It's a bitter pill, but it gets you well. Okay? I'm going to leave other people to basically massage our egos. That's why we're in the position we're in now. Large part of it. Let's keep going. And they're using that victimization 
to justify violence against their opponents, Jonathan. Do a little bit about what the, the Economist writes. Knowing that America would abandon Europe, Mr. Putin would have an incentive to fight on in Ukraine and to pick off former Soviet countries such as Moldova or the Baltic states. Without American pressure, Israel is unlikely to generate an internal consensus for peace talks with the Palestinians. Calculating that Mr. Trump does not stand by his allies, Japan and South Korea could acquire nuclear weapons. By asserting that America has no global responsibility to help deal with climate change, Mr. Trump would crush efforts to slow it. And he is surrounded by China hawks who believe confrontation is the only way to preserve American dominance. Caught between a deal-making president and his warmongering officials, China could easily miscalculate over Taiwan with catastrophic consequences. Talk to me about how much less safe America is with that vision of the new global order. Listen, that's it. America is much less safe right now. Uh-huh. I think that this has always been shaped in the context of a political story. What's going to happen if he wins? This is a national security story right now. He is a threat right now. He's threatening people in America. He is validating our enemies, and he is the leader of what I've called the American insurgency. It's a social movement that seeks to reverse the election, overthrow the government, and install him as, as the leader. That is happening right now. Every day he's out in the streets, he's posting social media, he is disrupting our, 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 our civilization. He is an immediate national security threat that the national security apparatus is thinking about. I think we look at this, what happens if he wins? What happens if he's out and doing this for the next 11 months? I think that is a more immediate threat. We've got to move that bar closer back because he's got, at the end of the day, Millions of people who are angry with guns who will do what he says. And I think we have to approach it in that kind of framework first and most of all. Yeah, this is such an important conversation to call out what we're seeing clearly and plainly. It reminds me of 2015, 2016, a lot of media organizations struggled to characterize some of the things he was saying. We'd come up with phrases like racially tinged instead of eventually where we got, where we simply called things racist when they were racist. And I think that's where we are now, too, where it's time to say these things are fascist. Use the word. And I know we've been doing that on this show for a while, but it does seem like media organizations, others, are starting to really do the same and make clear what is happening here, what Trump has done before, and what is threatening to do. And I actually was at a a journalism conference over the weekend. Our friend Molly Jung Fast was on a panel with me, and we talked about how we should be approaching this this campaign as journalists, how we should say he is an insurrectionist candidate. And yes, while of course there will be focus on the day-to-day developments, they'll be focused on polls, they'll be focused on policy. One thing that we that I said there and we, we endorsed as a panel is the idea of we need to focus on the stakes of this election. It's not just the day-to-day events, it is the stakes. And frankly, the stakes are our democracy itself. When we hear Donald Trump put forth his plans for what a second term would look like and embrace this fascist rhetoric and policy. Right. What do you think, Bear? Think about what? That's all right. Let me go on Hello? to the next question. Yeah. Okay. Let me do another. People don't understand what meltdown mode really is, meltdown mode is when you have to lie on your opposition. And it it becomes a series of lies 
Because why? Because you can't afford to let nobody else get a word in edgewise because they can disprove your argument easily because you don't have one. That's why every other word that come out your mouth is a lie. And that's why I kept stopping the video to show you how easy it is to counter everything that they said. But one thing these people would not do is they would never put themselves in a position where you can question what they say. So they sit there with four or five others sitting all around a big old table, and they all spitting out the same stuff. <laughs> okay. Like an echo chamber. Remember, I, I used that phrase back in 2016 about the echo chamber. And the next thing I know, everybody was saying echo chamber, echo chamber, echo chamber. And we talked about it, Bear, yeah. because that's, that's the environment that these people live in. And you can literally, you can be around some of these people, and you don't have to open your mouth. And you will know exactly where they're getting all this stuff that they're spitting out there. You heard all these young people, black and white, all over the streets in 2016, calling uh, anybody that disagreed with them fascists and white supremacists and can't tell you what a fascist or a white supremacist is. And that's because they've been programmed not to answer anything. And if you ever see them out in public, that's what you see. Now, why am I saying all this? Because if you look at the so-called Palestinian riots, family, you will notice that they were running exactly the same way as the Black Lives Matter riot and the Antifa riot, exactly the same way. I'm telling you, and I know some of you ain't going to want to see it, and that's cool. You don't have to see it now. You'll see it later. When we pointed out and showed you the little white girl in Europe pointing out that it was Jewish people who were responsible for bringing all these Muslims and Arabs from other Arabic and African countries into Europe, okay, you remember we played that a couple of weeks ago, right, Bear? Right. And she said she knew that when the people found out that there was going to be some blowback on the Jews. Now, and what, it is. It's, it's happening now. Everywhere I turn on social media, they're talking about this Old Testament. But that ain't this. We've been talking about it for how long? Oh, for years. For years. Okay. The point is, Bev, they brought them there because they want chaos, just what you see now. Remember last week, Bev, 
we pointed out that the Associated Press, ABC or NBC News, and several other media outlets mainstream were with the so-called terrorists when they basically went into Israel and allegedly killed all those people. Mm-hmm. Okay? They were there filming as the whole thing was going on. And I said, man, that's really interesting. Because if I wanted to, because <coughs> I done brought all these Arabs uh, and Muslims into these European Christian countries, if I wanted to raise hell, I already got the people in position to have civil wars all over Europe. And I see, we forget, but go back for the last 10, all under Obama, all over Europe and America, you had Muslims, allegedly Muslims, let's call them Arabs, because they were programmable, that were responsible for running down the street, cutting people's heads off, driving trucks and cars into people. You remember all these these uh, so-called terrorist incidents that were going on all over the world? Mm-hmm. As soon as Obama left office, it stopped. <laughs> I ain't got a playbook. And then they told us, now it's time to be friends with the Arabs. And look what they're doing now. Now they want to tell us that Palestinians are your friends. And that's why I said I ain't running around hanging out with no Palestinians, and I damn sure ain't hanging out with Old Testament. Because I'm seeing something bigger here. Okay? Anytime I see two of the worst politicians in the history of the planet, I'm talking Tony Blair, who's a a straight-up degenerate, and David Cameron, okay? When I see them back in the government, at the same time, when they were both prime ministers, how does that happen? You see, I'm trying to lead the family somewhere because I don't know how long I'm going to be on this planet. I'm just being honest. But I don't want you to be caught running behind Cardi B for salvation. Because I'm going to tell you, with as much as you know from participating in this program, Truth to Power, Cardi B ain't going to give you 30 seconds. Ain't going to want to hear nothing you got to say. The best thing black people could do and should have been and done it is leave them entertainers and athletes, leave them to their own devices 
leave them alone. I've been screaming this for quite some time. Because they the cheese. This whole country and damn near the whole world is about to go up in a ball of smoke because of Joe Biden and the people that run him, primarily Old Testament. And now these people who supported this clown, this corpse, want to come to me and tell me, watch out, dummy, I told you in 2016, you need to watch out, but you didn't want to hear it. And when I say I, I'm talking about us in the pejorative, not me singularly. Because all of us have had these experiences where we try to tell our people about the difference between Orange Man and Joe Biden. And what happens? They don't want to hear it. Because they go to the same school that Cardi B go to, MFNBC University. So when we talked about last week, the Rothschilds basically running this thing, (coughs) and we were dealing with this article, Tony Blair and the Rothschilds, from ExposeNews.com. They were laying out some stuff in here that probably many of us, myself included, to some degree, were not aware of. But when they bring these people back, that's why you got the same people that was in the Obama administration in the Biden administration. And some of the same people that was in the Obama administration was in the Clinton administration before W. Same people. Same team. Yes. All right? And if they're not in the administration directly, they're working behind the scenes in think tanks. Same people. So you're getting the same policy. And they train some of these young people. They call them congressional aides. They're doing the same thing in the United Nations. They got cadres of young people who think that they uh, young World Economic Forum or young UNESCO fellows, and they send them on field trips and all this kind of stuff. It's amazing. But there's another thing at work here, and I think that's the introduction All right? This gangster is basically firing his head bishops, the bishops and the cardinals that got the most respect. He's firing them. (laughs) Remember, Bear, about six, seven years ago, he said, enjoy this Christmas because it's probably going to be your last one. Anyway, in this article, they were telling us about the relationship between Tony Blair and the Rothschilds 
and how the Rothschilds, through their central banking apparatus, in connection with the uh, uh, World Economic Forum, are basically pushing the same thing. The World Economic Forum is pushing their agenda, not vice versa. And I'm going to quote, uh, because they, another word that they use to, to describe it is uh, uh, the so-called industrial revolution. Okay, here's what they say. So not the industrial revolution, but the the revolution that's taking its place. Okay, <clears throat> and this is why extremely important for people to understand. Um, um, artificial general intelligence. Okay, not just artificial intelligence but artificial general intelligence because that's the new God. That's what they're going to force everybody to worship. Okay? They say here, quote, another revolution is now taking place with developments in AI, a technology with a level of impact akin to the internal combustion engine, electricity, and the Internet. So incrementalism will not be enough, unquote. Now, further on down this article, they say this, because this is why they, they talk about why they brought Blair back into the government. Don't lose track that he is a straight-up degenerate. They say this will facilitate, <clears throat> talking about uh, Blair coming in to modernize uh, public works. They say this will facilitate the impact agenda by imposing digital health accounts with data held centrally in a new national health service cloud infrastructure. One of the major components to artificial general intelligence and the new God construct is the cloud. Okay? And, quote, used as a collective national asset to help our life science sector to be world-leading, unquote. Now, the British can't lead the world into nothing but a state of turmoil. Them people ain't figured out what toothpaste is for all the way up to this day. That's why so many of them got raggedy mouths. He's brown, okay? They go on to say, for the life science sector, read the highly profitable biotech and big pharma empires which the Rothschilds have long been closely linked, as I previously set out. Just to make sure we get the point, Blair's report envisages turning the genomic medicine service into a fully-fledged part of the health system, providing whole genome sequencing to all patients. Okay? Then they go on to say, <clears throat> privatization. <clears throat> Can you hear me good, Bear? Yeah. Okay. Yes, we can hear you. Okay, excellent. Privatization 
is very much on the Blair agenda. You can just call this the Blair Witch Project. Okay? He wants to give his proposed integrated care systems multi-year budgets so they can redeploy efficiency savings, use private providers freely, and allow patient choice across uh, GP practices and hospitals in their region, unquote. School kids are also on the Blair radar as well. So they lay out a number of things that, uh, uh, that they claim are his proposals for reforming education. Okay. Uh, Cardi B would be proud of this. I'm sure she's familiar with many of these. <laughs> well, you gotta you gotta look at the Kardashian. Uh, is she going to school to be an attorney or something? Uh, Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. She ain't yeah. from an upper middle class family. Okay. The only thing Kim Kardashian know about the ghetto is the size of penises. Okay. And booties. That's why she went and got her some exercise booty. Okay. Her daddy was an attorney. Yeah, her daddy was an attorney. Yeah, she don't come from the hood. She don't know a damn thing about Mm -hmm. the hood. And what she hear on hip-hop songs, because she ain't spent no time in the hood, period. All right? Don't don't be fooled by her marrying into the hood because that's it. But she ain't spent no time in it. That's a fact. All right? So now, I ain't giving none of them no credit, Bear. None of them. Because if they really want to make some meaningful change, go change them white folks you grew up with in your neighborhood. Because I know why my people are in the condition that they're in. That includes Cardi B. That's why I said, if she want to get her some education, you can still go get her some education. It ain't never too late to learn. But if you think having four five dollars in your pocket means that you educated, you a damn fool. And unfortunately, that's the mindset of the Cardi B's in the world. They don't hide it, so why should I? She referred to herself as a bitch. Go back and listen to the video when you get a chance. Over and over. Okay? Now, they're going to say, meanwhile, his solution to the need for safer communities is an expansion of facial recognition technology and his idea of caring for the environment is to call for a decade of electrification. Simpler word, okay? Technologically oriented police state where they can arrest you whenever they get ready because they've been watching your ass from can't see in the morning, they can't see at night. So they don't need to send uh, four, five squad cars 
All I need to do is catch you at an opportune time and drop some of them chemicals on your ass out of one of these drones that look like a mosquito or a wasp or a bird, right? Knock your ass out and pick you up. Now, they're going to say, although Blair has publicly accepted the Brexit decision, he would like to see a better relationship with the EU, which would involve deepening the existing security partnership and establishing a new strategic pillar on foreign policy, defense, and security within the EU-UK trade and cooperation agreement. What they're saying is, even though the people kicked his ass out of office because they called him a war criminal because he was riding with George W. Bush as they were murdering over a million people in Iraq. The people in Britain called his ass a war criminal wherever he went. Now they done snuck his ass back in power and given him authority that he never had before. And by the way, family, that's one of the reasons why uh, that little tranny in Ukraine, that's why Lloyd Austin, the Joint Chiefs guerrilla, and the head of the CIA went to Ukraine. Okay, because as we said some months ago, if he's not a willing participant to do what they tell him to do, they will introduce him to heavy metal in a heartbeat. All right? But they need peace, BlackRock, State Street, etc. They've been planning on the rebuilding of Ukraine for the past year. Okay? which is why I said I wish Putin would go into Ukraine and run them all out of there. Because keep in mind, while they were so-called fighting the war, every time you turn around, you got senators and congressmen taking photographs with that little midget over there in Ukraine, in Kiev. What kind of war is that? Anyway. They go on to say, finally, I've described elsewhere how the Swiss-based Edmund de Rothschild entity and setting out its support for the whole totalitarian, listen to what, they, what he calls it, the whole totalitarian Great Reset Agenda used the slogan, we are bold builders of the future. Now, that little white boy on MFNBC sat there and, and called uh, Orange Man and anybody that disagreed with him, uh, totalitarian fascists and authoritarians and all this kind of stuff, when it's them, okay, all you had to do is turn the sound down on that bastard and take a look at what's going on in the country. Everything they do involves taking something away from the people, rights, privileges, etc., and using it for themselves under threat of violence. All right? Now, they say Zurich Financial Services 
the Swiss-based business that employed Blair in 2008 declared its desire to create a brighter future together. How peculiar that Blair's propaganda should manage to perfectly combine the two phrases with its slogan, quote, British deserves a bold agenda for a brighter future, unquote. In truth, the future he's trying to force upon us is anything but bright. It's difficult to disagree with researcher Rubin's warning that, quote, Tony Blass coordinating with the Rothschild family to fundamentally reshape British society and implement a global digital slave state. That's why Tony Blair is back in the government. <clears throat> and they got the white people over there so scared because, see, they want the people outside of the white race to view everything in terms of white versus black and racism. That's the move, okay? And that's the, precisely the same reason that they brought David Cameron, this is from Time Magazine, David Cameron returned to UK government as the foreign secretary. How the hell does that happen? Who put him there? Who's responsible for these bastards coming back into office? Because you see, family, when we were dealing with the technocracy that uh, was being cemented at the turn of the century and moved into when I say the turn of the century, I'm talking about the, from the 1800s to the 1900s, and was being moved into Canada to be in subsequent years moved into the United States, okay? This stuff started in Britain. It didn't start in this country. It didn't start in Canada, all right? Quiet as it's kept. Socialism was a British construct way before anybody even thought about some so-called communism. It's British, okay? Now, here's what they say in Time magazine. Former British Prime Minister David Cameron made a shock return to high office on Monday, becoming the Foreign Secretary in a major shakeup of the conservative government that also saw the firing of Devices Home Secretary Suella Braverman. <clears throat> now, here's the thing. In the meantime, family, what they've done to them white people in Britain is, is basically neutered them. They took all their weapons so they can't fight back. They're doing the same thing in Canada now. Took all their weapons, right? Now they emasculate them. If they say anything that can be remotely considered to be anti-LGBT, no matter what your age, they arrested a 13-year-old retarded girl who, uh, when the police stopped her and her mother, this little white girl said that the police that was arresting her looked like a, a lesbian because her auntie was a lesbian. Do you know they arrested her? 13 years old. Not because she did anything, but because these people don't have no free speech. Uh, here they call it hate speech, and that's why what 
uh, that white boy was saying on MSNBC was so repulsive because he had the nerve to sit there and call people that wasn't one of them snowflakes when that is the nickname that was given to these weak-ass LGBT, lesbians, homosexuals, trannies, and the whole bunch of them. Okay? Let's go on. They said Cameron, who led the government between 2010 and 2016, was appointed by Prime Minister Rishi Sunak in a cabinet shuffle in which he sacked Braverman, a divisive figure, who drew anger for accusing police of being too lenient with pro-Palestinian protesters. She was replaced by James Cleverly, who had been foreign secretary. Cameron's appointment came as a surprise to seasoned political watchers. It's rare for a non-lawmaker to take a senior government post, and it's been decades since a former prime minister held a cabinet job. The government said Cameron would be appointed to Parliament's unelected upper chamber, the House of Lords. The last foreign secretary to serve in the Lords, rather than the elected House of Commons, was Peter Carrington, who was part of Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher's government in the 1980s. It marks the return to government of a leader brought down by Britain's decision to leave the European Union, of which he was against it. And as a result, he couldn't marshal enough forces to get uh, Brexit passed. He basically had to resign. And that's what I think who the white girl replaced him. Get her name. Anyway. That's why David Cameron had to step down, okay? But now his ass is right back again. And when you see these people going to get people like these former prime ministers, right, Uh, who are now back in government in charge, that lets you know something else much bigger is afoot. Anyway, they say, it marks the return to government of a leader brought down by Britain's decision to leave the European Union, okay? Cameron called the 2016 EU membership referendum, oh, it was Boris bad enough that replaced him, all right? Uh, The so-called Trump, uh, European version of Trump, the British version of Trump. Uh, come to find out, he was a fraud, too. And when the people, they had the second vote, and the people still voted to leave the European Union uh, and uh, call Brexit, they never passed it to this day. They never implemented it. That just goes to show you what these people think about your government. Because here in this country, they just don't pay attention to a damn thing that you got to say, period. That ain't much different than what they do over there. The only difference is people here got guns, okay? <clears throat> they say Cameron called the 2016 EU membership referendum 
confident the country would vote to stay in the block. He resigned the day after voters opted to leave. So now he done snuck back in, okay? And you'll hear this guy, Richie Sunak, right? Uh, uh, Let's put it this way. Whatever his race is, all right, and whatever any of these people's race is, if they ain't white in these European countries, they will be considered Negroes if they were here. So that's how you should view them. They work for the establishment, but then they always want to fall back on racism and their race when they need it. All right? They say Sunak was a strong backer of the winning leave side in the referendum. Braverman's exit was less surprising. Sunak had been under growing pressure to fire Braverman, a hardliner popular with the authoritarian wing of the governing conservative party. From one of the most senior jobs in government, responsible for handling immigration and policing. In a highly unusual attack on the police last week, Braverman said London's police force was ignoring law-breaking by pro-Palestinian mobs. She described demonstrators calling for a ceasefire in Gaza as hate marches. On Saturday, far-right protesters scuffled with police and tried to confront a large pro-Palestinian march by hundreds of thousands through the streets of London. Critics accused Braverman of helping to inflame the tension. What they're saying is the media, which has all been captured, uh, were on the side of the protesters because that's that other agenda that's being fulfilled that I'm uh, talking about here now. Okay, The British media is pretty much a Jewish construct as well, just like here. Okay, For that matter, it would surprise you to know that some of the Arab mainstream media financed by Jews. <clears throat> They're going to say, <clears throat> last week, Braverman wrote an article for the London Times or the Times of London in which she said police play favors when it comes to protesters and acted more leniently toward pro-Palestinian demonstrators and Black Lives Matter supporters than to right-wing protesters or soccer hooligans. Now, don't you find that interesting? Because ain't that the same thing that they're doing here? Them Palestinians and the uh, uh, other protesters they were with was battling the damn police in several cities, New York being one of them. Okay, uh, the Capitol, spray painting red paint on the walls of the Capitol. Okay, no arrest, no beatdowns, but yet all this video is coming out and it's showing <clears throat> obviously these people police. One video. The, the Capitol Police inside the Capitol building, 
got dudes in handcuffs along with another guy. They take him uh, around the corner, this one cop, takes them around the corner, takes the handcuffs off of him, and as soon as he gets one of the handcuffs off, dude basically fist pumps the other guy. They finally take the handcuffs off of him and let him go. In another one, dude got a, a MAGA hat on. This is what I've just seen so far here, just two little examples. Dude got a MAGA hat on, but his face is all covered up. But when he's confronted by some other Capitol Police, he pulls out his badge and shows them that he's a cop too. All films. And I, I, and I saw one where the police was macing they sell. They, yeah. they sprayed they sell. Bill, that's why they destroyed the the uh, records from the hearing. <laughs> These people, everything that they accused Orange Man of either having done or is going to do, they're already doing it. Everything. All right? They say, Braverman said Monday, it's been the greatest privilege of my life to serve as Home Secretary, adding that she would, quote, have more to say in due course. Braverman a 43-year-old lawyer, has become a leader of the party's populist wing by advocating even tougher curbs on migration and a war on human rights protection, liberal social values, and what she's called the tofu-eating workerati. See, you come into the middle of this conversation, and I can see where you would probably think that I'm for them. I'm riding with the white people. Right? Very easy. So I don't get bent all out of shape. <clears throat> what I try to do is explain to people how I got to this point because there's a bigger thing going on here. Okay? And that's the Jewish attack on the white people to neutralize them using us. And I've been consistent with saying that that's the mode of operation that they're working in, which is why they've given black women the illusion of power when they really don't have any. All they got is jobs to do the bidding of Old Testament. Soon as the, the doodle hit the fan, guess who's going to get served up first and foremost, right out front? I'm just here to warn you, okay? <clears throat> just like I'm here to warn you about Sam Altman, chat GPT, okay? Or better yet, uh, uh, artificial general intelligence, all right? Did you hear about that, Bear, during the week at all? Did you hear about this dude, Sam Altman? I know it's kind of difficult for people yeah, to Yeah, I heard about it. Okay, so you heard about that, huh? Yeah, yeah. Wow. 
but you didn't hear anything about. But don't he have? Go ahead. Don't he have another company too? Well, yeah, he's a billionaire. But his main claim yeah. to fame mm-hmm. is the Chat GPT. Yes. In conjunction with Elon Musk. See, if they attack Elon Musk one more time, uh, they're going to make me join his side. Because I say, uh, I don't trust that dude. Okay? Uh, He still got to do a couple more things, not for my benefit, but before I feel comfortable who he really is. Because I, I see the contradictions. I ain't into worshiping these guys. All right? But him, he, and Sam Altman, they were the ones sounding alarm about Chat GPT. And they basically were being invited to meetings with government officials, and they was letting them know, hey, y'all better get a hold of this thing because this thing ain't what y'all think it is. Okay? But you got another group of people who say no full speed ahead, led by Bill Gates. <laughs> okay? <laughs> they say, no. if we don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. Here's my thing, Sister Bear. Mm-hmm. What would happen if people unplugged from the computer system uh, in this country? I mean, to me, it's like getting back. That's where we was before it came on online. Before it was here. Exactly. Now, what they've done is they sold the people on uh, the benefits of being computerized, and I will not be the one to sit you here and say that there are not benefits to computerized system. But then when you take a look at the other side, that they, ain't gonna, they don't want to talk about that other side of that ledger, okay? Well, what are the pitfalls of a computerized system? Well, when one go down, it's like the dominoes. You see, we've seen examples of it. With people, link cards uh, don't work no more. The whole system is down. You're in a store, and you're trying to get in and get out, and you can't get in and get out because the damn cash register system, all of it is connected to the computer system. We've all been in situations where you're in the uh, uh, grocery store, and all of a sudden you hear somebody, one of the clerks saying, well, uh, you got cash, you got cards, Right? The system is down. System is down. Who got cash? Anybody got cash? Well, just imagine when they remove the cash and they go to uh, uh, Central Bank digital currency. Just imagine. Man. Was Sam Altman Altman kicked out for planning to bring down NVIDIA? 
with Sam Altman kicked out off the board for planning to bring down NVIDIA. Now, we've all seen the video on our computers, right? Sister Bear? NVIDIA mm -hmm. in EIA. Many people probably seen it on their computer in some capacity and didn't know what the hell it was. It's about chips. This is from Great Game India. Was Sam Altman kicked out for planning to bring down NVIDIA? Well, why would he want to bring down NVIDIA? That's a very prominent chip. They say Sam Altman might have been kicked out for planning to bring down NVIDIA as he had been visiting the Middle East in order to acquire money for the project, which went by the secret name Tigris. According to those familiar with the situation, Sam Altman was aggressively trying to raise billions from some of the biggest investors in the world for a new chip business in the weeks before his sudden dismissal from OpenAI. According to the persons, Altman had been visiting the Middle East in order to acquire money for the project, which went by the secret name Tigris, the CEO of OpenAI intended to launch an artificial intelligence chip startup that would be able to compete with NVIDIA Corporation. The market leader in AI cast at the moment by producing semiconductors. The persons who wish to remain anonymous since the conversations were private stated that Altman's chip business was not yet been established and that talks with investors are still in the early stages. Along with working with former Apple Inc. design leader, Joni Ivey, Altman has also been trying to secure money for a hardware project with an AI focus. As he sought tens of billions of funds for these new enterprises, Altman report, reportedly had discussions about these initiatives Mubadala Investment Company, Saudi Arabia's Public Investment Fund, SoftBank Group Corporation, and others. Numerous specifics regarding the scope and nature of Altman's chip goals, along with the code name of the project, have not been made public before. A crucial turning point for the AI startup coincided with Altman's financing efforts. Under the direction of Thrive Capital, OpenAI has been attempting to complete a tender offer that will allow staff members to sell their shares for a $86 billion valuation. Someone indicated that SoftBank of the party had wanted to be included in this agreement, but they were placed on a waiting list for a deal of a similar nature at a later time. According to two people, Altman asked investors to take a look at his new project in the interim. An inquiry for comment was not immediately answered 
by a PIF official for Saudi Arabia. Okay? I'm just assuming that that's uh, private investment financing. Okay? SoftBank, Mubadala, and OpenAI all declined to comment. A Business Insider report also states that companies on LinkedIn are willing to pay up to uh, uh, capital R, small s, 1.5 quarry as a salary to individuals with chat GPT expertise. I don't know what the hell that is. Altman was fired, according to OpenAI, on Friday following an internal investigation that revealed, quote, he was not consistently candid in his communications with the board, unquote. A person familiar with the situation said that the board and Altman disagreed on the safety of AI, the rate at which the technology was developing, and the company's commercialization. An already tense relationship with the board became more complicated due to Altman's aspirations and side projects. Quote, we can say definitively that the board's decision was not made in response to malfeasance or anything related to our financial, business, or security privacy practices, stated Brad Lightcap chief operating officer of OpenAI, in a note to the staff. This was a breakdown in communication between Sam and the board. Well, that don't seem like that's enough to remove somebody of this caliber, okay? So that ain't it. It's something else that they don't want to talk about. They say investor, investor pressure is currently mounting on OpenAI's board to reinstall Altman. A resignation by the board is one option, okay? So in order to get him back on the board, they, they're willing to fire the entire rest of the board. But even if Altman comes back, he might still need the board of OpenAI's approval to manage his side project. In his pitch, Altman, Altman discussed a firm that would produce semiconductors called tensor processing units, or TPUs, which are made to manage heavy workloads in specialized artificial intelligence. So what the hell does that mean? Special, how many different artificial intelligence um, Areas are there. Specialized artificial intelligence? Let's keep going. <clears throat> the objective is to help open AI by reducing the continuing expenses of operating its own services, such as ChatGPT and DALL-E, and to other cheaper competition, and to offer cheaper competition to market leaders NVIDIA, according to people familiar with the matter, where if that's the case, how is it then that he's trying to 
uh, remove NVIDIA. Okay? They just said he's going to offer cheaper competition to market NVIDIA. Okay? Let's keep going. They say, though the creation process is lengthy and intricate, custom design processes like TPUs are said to have the ability to surpass NVIDIA's AI accelerators, which artificial intelligence businesses highly value. Uh, not artificial general intelligence, though. Okay? They say several well-known venture capital firms, some of whom are, all, are also open AI investors, are prepared to support Altman in any new initiative, according to several with knowledge of the matter. According to people knowledgeable, Altman's CHIPS initiative is also being considered for support by Microsoft Corporation which is OpenAI's largest investor. Microsoft opted not to respond. Venture capitalist Vinod uh, Kosla stated that his company wanted Altman, quote, back at OpenAI, but will back him in whatever he does next, unquote, in a message on X, formerly Twitter. So now, they're trying to say this ain't really about him removing uh, NVIDIA, okay? Uh, but then in the same breath, they say, oh, yes, he is. What well, maybe is not in the current uh, generation of artificial intelligence. Maybe it's to fit within the construction of the next line of chips, right? that only deal with artificial general intelligence, right? Let's keep going. Well, I don't want to go to this one just yet. How much time we got left there? <clears throat> Let me see here. Hold on. Let me go back. Uh, 34 minutes. Okay, good, good. Uh, let's wait, wait a minute. Let's go to this one. And then I'll come back. Well, let's go to this one. Uh, uh, an excellent website family that has a number of articles dealing with this whole thing is Futurism. Okay, so I, I recommend uh, to have a better understanding of the nuances with other people that's dealing with this along with Sam Altman. It's futurism, for instance. Here's the title of this article from Futurism. Is open AI melting down because it secretly created something really scary? OpenAI is doing something potentially dangerous to humanity. The world needs to know, unquote. Hmm. Now, you got to understand, family, 
when I first heard Sam Altman was fired from that board, the first thing that popped into my head was AI God. Mm-hmm. First thing. Go ahead, Bill. No, I just said, mm. Let's Let's keep going. Everyone's still scrambling trying to find a plausible explanation as to why OpenAI CEO Sam Altman was suddenly fired from his position last Friday, a decision that has led to absolute carnage at the company and beyond. Beyond some vague language accusing him of not being consistently candid in his communications with the board, hindering its ability to exercise its responsibilities, the company's nonprofit board has stayed frustratingly quiet as to why it sacked Altman. And at the time of the right time of this writing, the company's future is still in the air, with the vast majority of employees ready to quit unless Altman is reinstated. While we await more clarity on that front, it's worth looking back at the possible reasoning behind Altman's ousting. One particularly provocative possibility is that there's been plenty of feverish speculation surrounding Altman's role in the company's efforts to realize a beneficial artificial general intelligence. Its stated number one goal since it was founded in 2015 and how that may have led to his dismissal. So now, how are they introducing AGI? Okay. They say, was the board cutting Altman out to rescue humanity from impending doom? In other words, it sounds very sci-fi. But then again, so does the whole company making matters even hazier is that we still haven't fully agreed on a single definition of AGI, a term that roughly equates to a point at which AI can conduct intellectual tasks on a level with us humans. OpenAI's own definition states that artificial general intelligence is a, quote, system that outperforms humans at most economically valuable work, unquote, but that, but that doesn't quite capture the way some of OpenAI's own leaders are talking about the notion. Just last week, days before he was ousted, Altman described artificial general intelligence as a, quote, magic intelligence in disguise unquote, during an interview with the Financial Times, invoking a borderline godlike entity, language echoed by the company's chief scientist, Ilya Suchkeever, Suchkeever, who was instrumental in kicking Altman out of OpenAI. But how close? open AI really to achieving that goal. Some have speculated that open AI's board 
rushed to dump the former CEO because he was acting recklessly and didn't sufficiently consider the risk of developing an artificial general intelligence. That line of reasoning could suggest the company may be closer than it's letting on, especially considering the apparent urgency surrounding Altman's firing. Okay? They say, however, uh, telling with any degree of certainty when we've actually come to the point where an AI algorithm is better at completing a given task than a human is far trickier than it sounds. Some researchers have offered up possible frameworks to gauge if any given algorithm has achieved levels of AGI performance. But other experts argue it's a transition that won't simply happen overnight. Earlier this year, Microsoft researchers claimed that OpenAI's GPT-4 is showing sparks of artificial general intelligence, comments that were quickly criticized by their peers. After Altman published a blog post about the topic in February, flashing out his company's goal of creating an artificial general intelligence that, quote, benefits all of humanity, unquote, experts were left unimpressed. The term AGI is so loaded, it's misleading to toss it around as though it's a real thing with real meaning, said a Bentley University mathematics professor, uh, Noah, I ain't trying to deal with that last name, uh, as he argued in a tweet at the time, quote, it's not a scientific concept, it's a sci-fi marketing ploy, unquote. Your system isn't AGI. It isn't a step towards AGI. And yet you're dropping that, that in as if the reader is just supposed to nod alone. At a University of Washington linguistics professor, Emily Bender, in short, still don't know how close OpenAI is to realizing its goals. And given what we've seen so far, heck, GPT-4 can't even reliably tell the truth from fiction. It's likely going to take a lot more research to get there. Under Altman's leadership, OpenAI's own core priority has notably shifted. Last month, Semaphore reported that the firm changed its purported core values on its website to focus them on artificial general intelligence, swapping values on the job openings page from, quote, audacious, unquote, thoughtful, quote, unquote, unpretentious, quote, unquote, and impact-driven, quote, unquote, to AGI-focused quote, unquote, the first on the list, quote, intense and scrappy, unquote, quote, unquote, scale, and quote, unquote, team spirit. They say 
The timing of Altman's firing could also offer other clues. Earlier last week, the company proudly announced a new, more efficient version of its large language model called GPT-4 Turbo, as well as tools that allow users to create their own chatbots using its tech. It's still technically possible Altman's moves to capitalize on the company's financial successes, successes, most notably ChatGPT, may have instilled fear among OpenAI's board. The announcement last week triggered a frenzy, with OpenAI being forced to temporarily pause new signups to its paid ChatGPT Plus service due to overwhelming demand. That's in quote. For now, we're reading the tea leaves left by a deeply weird group of people. Considering OpenAI chief scientist and board member Ilya Suchkiever almost immediately regretted his central role in the board's move to, dis- to discharge Altman, it's likely that the situation is far more complex than the company is letting on. Quote, I deeply regret my participation in the board's decision, he uh, tweeted. I never intended to harm OpenAI, unquote. Quote, why did you take such a drastic action? Elon Musk, who co-founded OpenAI alongside Altman, but left the company in 2018 over core disagreements and has since run the alarm bells over the tech, Reply, quote, if open AI is doing something potentially dangerous to humanity, the world needs to know, he added. Elon Musk, buddy, but it ain't stopping him from being critical even up to this day. That's five years later. Hmm. <clears throat> Now, here's the other article. And I was, mm-hmm. and I was looking at the latest Mission Impossible, and that's what they're talking. It's all about uh, the AI uh, taking over and not doing what it was programming to do. Otherwise, other words, you know, being God, doing its own thing. Yes. Well, watch this, Ben. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is from futurism as well. Oh. Oh. Sam Altman seems to imply that open AI is building God. I got to stop here for a minute. You know, my problem is my heart. Mm hmm. And I won't go no further than that. Okay. But that's my problem. And for the first time, I feel it directly. It's not an indirect thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. That includes being tired way before I'm supposed to be tired, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Uh, very poor sleeping, uh, and the only thing that's really uh, 
the real critical part to all of this in terms of me and the decisions that I make is going to the hospital. I'm so disillusioned with hospitals that at this point in my life, I'm willing to leave the planet than to have to go to the hospital. That's how I feel about it, personally. I know people would say, man, X, that's crazy, man. We, we need you here. And I respect that. But at the same time, I would I would hope that people respect me and my view on my health. And believe me, it ain't no joke. All right? And it hasn't been a joke for the last, I'd say, maybe a little less. I really feel it this time. So that's where I am with it. And please, no encouragement or discouragement is necessary because I'm wrestling with it. It ain't it ain't absolute, okay? But let's just say it's seventy percent don't go, uh, and thirty percent go at this particular point. Even if that means leaving the planet, that's just where I I am with. Go ahead, Bear. Well, uh, I'm working with a product. You know, I wanted to try it out before I, you know, say anything about it. So I'm still in the set for early stages of trying it out, but it's like therapy. It's working with your stem cells, and it, and it also deals with the heart. It goes into your body and corrects. It's a patch that you put on, and it corrects what's going on uh, in your body. So it's called LifeWaves, L-I-F-E-W-A-V-E, and maybe you can uh, Google it and, and do some research and reading on it and see uh, that might be something you can use instead of going to the hospital. Yeah, send, me, send me a link there. Okay. Because I know it's getting worse. It do, Go ahead. It. it and it do give you energy, but it don't give you that burst of energy. It's 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 a uh, gradual. It's, it's a energy. You feel the energy, but uh, like it says, it, it, it's correct. It's using um, correcting your stem cells, and it do work with your heart and anything else that's messed up in your body. Supposed to correct it. Well, you know, so you know when I'm feeling the way I've been feeling over the past few weeks and uh, looking at uh, Brother Panic and, and uh, other mm-hmm. I, and see it, um, the other brother was had made his transition too. I said, no, I, I thought he just had a stroke. Who? Who was that? Um, Bobby Hammond. Yeah, that's what I heard too. I thought, I mean, I we knew he had a stroke because some people saying he passed away. Yeah, I don't know if I'm, that's it. Okay. So I don't know, but you know, I just put. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know my body tells me things, and I listen to it. Right. Yeah. The only reason I'm saying this with the family 
is because I don't want anybody to be shocked, but just to understand that I'm making the decisions here, and I've mm-hmm. never been to love life so much that I'm going to cheat myself in terms of the positions that I take while I'm living it, okay? I try to practice the things that I preach, and so that's just where I am with it. And uh, I'm taking some things, some health things on my own, but I just ran out of some stuff, um, mm-hmm. particularly L-arginine. <clears throat> For those of you who are having problems with your breathing apparatus, that's one of the things that you definitely want to be up on, okay? Because I can tell you the response that I get after I take L-arginine is almost instantaneous. I can feel the difference. How do you spell that? The letter L, arginine, A-R-G-E-N-I-N-E. Okay? Not very expensive, but it works in conjunction with another product that's damn near impossible to find by itself. Uh, And this is one you really want, if you can get it, you really want to try to get it. And I'm talking about nitric oxide. Okay? Now, if you can get you some nitric oxide and get you some L-arginine, you're in business. The problem is nitric oxide comes in products, all right, L-arginine is one of your amino acids, but uh, the nitric oxide is the thing, right, but again, it's just hard to find it by itself for whatever the reason. And that's why you've heard me with this cough here these last few weeks. Right, because that usually associates with your heart, too. Yeah. And my breathing. Yeah. So I'm talking about because I'm reading so much nonstop that I'm just, you know, rebuilding my oxygen supply. Okay, so now I'm ready to go back. <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, Man, why are you? I mean, we got and we got thirteen minutes left, and we're going to the phone line, uh, and the number is three two three six four two one five eight six, and push number one. And also, Doctor Robert X do have a GoFundMe page. Now, this is a, he he telling you what his problem is, and so do send a donation so he can get his nitro oxide and and the the other things that he needs for his health so we can help him stay here. The other thing, Bill, is I got one hell of a strong God construct because most people wouldn't hesitate. They'd be in that hospital in a heartbeat. All right? Yeah. But but with the research, you know what's going on because I'm like you. I'll be trying to stay Everybody be like, you need, I'll be, I'll be trying to stay out of it. I'm like you, because you know what's going on. Yep. 
Hospital is one of the most dangerous places to be. That's why they just put Tony Blair. In. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I'm in charge. I, I don't have a death wish, family, or any stretch of the imagination. I do not have a death wish. Uh, I just wish to live life on my terms. Right. And live life, life. Then I'm ready to leave, just like all of us are going to leave. And I came to grips a long time ago. It's, it, let me tell you this before I finish up with this article. I've had to make some allowances even for relationships in terms of the women that I've dealt with because I always felt like I was preparing to leave the planet because I'm not going to miss my words and pull my punches because I'm going to live in this world of fear and denial. So because of that, I've taken certain positions that have cost me over time in my personal relationships, okay? Because I've always been kind of reluctant to get real close, as close as you want to be to anybody because I don't want to take them with me. I don't want to have my residue create undue problems for them. But that's a double-edged sword because if the sister is spiritual enough, she'll know where mm-hmm. I'm coming from. And she won't be argumentative because I've told you that what I do is dangerous. You don't think it's dangerous. Go back and listen to the, this t- entire year's program. And then listen to anybody else you want to listen to and tell me who has been farther out front on what you see happening right now without fanfare, because that's not what it's about, than yours truly. And you're going to be hard-pressed. I'm not going to say I'm the only one, but I'm going to say you'll be hard-pressed to find somebody that's been on it as consistently, and in many cases, just before the major shoe drops. Yeah. And what white supremacy is, and now you can see it, right? It's right in everybody's face, and them Jews and came out the walls on people and say, shut up and sit your ass down, or we'll cut off our funding. We won't hire none of your students. You better make them shut up and sit down. And these institutions say, yes, sir, boss. That's a fact. So this is real. All right? This is absolutely real. And I just take that as part of my mission in furthering people that came before me. This is not you know, pat Robert X on the back, all right? You might have to put my ass in the ground in a couple of days. <laughs> no, you ain't going nowhere soon. I ain't seeing that. No, uh-uh. But I'm just saying, this is my mm-hmm. world, what I live with every day. So, again, there's some trade-offs with what I do, Okay. 
and I've noticed with even other brothers who preceded me. Uh, I'm not sure because I didn't have this conversation with them, but I'm sure they recognized that it was trade-offs in terms of their relationships. Okay? Very difficult. Very difficult. Sister got to be there on point in terms of her spiritual prowess. Because if you're not, you'll never understand me. I can't speak to nobody. You'll never understand me. You'll never understand my motivation. Well, why don't you do this? Because, you know, you can get money for that and that. No, it's not about that. You don't get it? Well, wait till they put the central bank digital currency in place, and then you'll understand. All right? Programmable cash, meaning it ain't none of yours. I don't care how much of it you think you got. If somebody else is programming it to do what they want it to do, it's not yours. <laughs> they created it. And they dictating what you can buy with it, or if you can yeah. buy with it, how much you can use of it, okay? Whether you can save any of it or not. They've been working on this for a long time. And there, I, I heard somebody, uh, one of Alex Jones, the host, and I laugh sometimes when I hear these guys because they don't know mm-hmm. the young boy. They mm-hmm. were talking about Alex Jones in 2001 was talking about cash and society. But, man, you got to go back mm-hmm. to the 80s. Uh, we was all over it. Mm-hmm. All. And they look at this guy like he's some messiah. And I say, wow, I don't understand it because he needs to check them, okay? And he needs to stop with all of this selfish self-promotion. It don't look good, man, not at all. Well, this is coming out. It's it's, it's all being revealed. Now they realizing that we really – we know the real deal. They just now find it. It's blowing their minds. Like, how do these black folks know all of this? That's right. It's like uh, uh, ancient comedic science uh, uh, architecture structures in the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, how did I they was, get there? I was, right. Go ahead. And and I was looking at uh, Judge Joe Brown. He was on the program where the guy you say you don't like him. Uh, I can't think of what his program name is. But he was just blowing, <clears throat> blowing their minds. Yep. And they that's couldn't because, believe it. Because they're not exposed to black people. Exactly. Negroes, people that are a part of the intelligentsia who basically are going to uh, regurgitate the status quo. That's called college-educated black people. Mm-hmm. Who need to go outside of their discipline to do any kind of independent study on anything because they're too busy trying to make a living to pay off their loans and that kind of thing. And it's to be understood. But there's a whole other paradigm of black folks out here Right. That they don't, they they starting to re- recognize. It's starting to yeah. be revealed. And if, if just Joe Brown had not been credentialed, they wouldn't know about him. All right. You see, so it, it gets you in the door. But I'm gonna be honest, Bill. I'm so stuck on 
uh, attempting to assist in the uh, education of my people that I just don't have time to talk to white people. I, <laughs> if they program, they won't know about me because I ain't trying to get on their program. Not at all. I'm trying to pinpoint when Old Testament going to drop this fake God construct on us because see, Alex Jones ain't there yet. He's been making excuses for these Jews' behavior until now. And I've been talking about it right here on Truth to Power for quite some time. Okay? Even he'll run away when he gets to a certain point. All right? No, if you're going to deal with the system of white supremacy and world government, you got to deal with all of it. Don't be giving me 75% of it and then telling me that's it. No, sir. And now he's trying to come with that other 25% because they got his ass over a barrel and they about to uh, take him out the game in terms of his business prowess because he didn't have the foresight to take all of the stuff that he put out here in terms of his studios out of his name. He didn't do that. So when they hooked him up uh, illegally on the whole Sandy Hook uh, free speech, because actually he has free speech, and I'll tell anybody, you don't have to agree with what he's saying, but if he ain't got free speech, you ain't got it. That go for all of us. So we got to challenge this Zionist Jewish beast on every front that he rears his ugly head. And Alex Jones was not willing to do that for whatever the reason until now because they got his ass over that barrel. That's what happened, you see. You can't play patty cake with a snake. He will bite you. I see orange man doing the same thing, okay? If I see a black snake, damn it, I'm calling it a black snake. I don't care if it's a male or a female. You need to know what a black snake is, period. And it don't just come in one sex. It come in both sexes. Okay? Because a snake is a damn snake. So I'm going to call them all out while I'm breathing. Okay? And then if I'm wrong, I apologize. It just so happens that over 40 some years, that's what scares me. I've been doing this mm-hmm. stuff for over 40 some years. Adelbert Blair was over 50 years. Do you understand how much time and effort this man put into his craft? 50-some years? Man, it's almost unbelievable. And again, in almost all of these situations, Relationships are always tenuous. That's just where it yeah. is. Yeah. There's something I'm never going to do. Some things I'm never going to bow to. Other people may see it differently. But I'm never going to bow to certain things, period. Okay? So... Let me finish up with this last article, Bev, and then we'll come back tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sam Altman seems to imply that open AI is building God. Again, this is from futurism.com. Here's what they say. 
Ever since becoming CEO of OpenAI in 2019, co-founder Sam Altman has made the company's, company's number one mission to build an artificial general intelligence that is both safe and can benefit all of humanity. Uh, I question all of that, okay? No, I don't think so. They're saying, while we haven't really come to an agreement on what would actually count as artificial general intelligence, Altman's own vision remains as lofty as it is vague. Take this new interview with the Financial Times where Altman dished on the upcoming GPT-5 and described artificial general intelligence as, quote, magic intelligence in disguise, unquote, which sounds an awful lot like he's implying his company is building a godlike entity. OpenAI's own definition of AGI, artificial general intelligence, is a, quote, system that outperforms humans at most economically valuable work, unquote. A far more down-to-earth description of what amounts to an omnipotent, super intelligent for Altman. In an interview with The Atlantic, check the magazines that he's talking with here, family, the ones that I've told you to be very wary of, the Financial Times, and now The Atlantic, particularly The Atlantic, In an interview with The Atlantic earlier this year, Altman painted a rosy and speculative vision an AGI-powered future, describing a utopian society in which, quote, robots that use solar power for energy can go and mine and refine all of the minerals that they need, unquote, all without the requiring all without requiring the input of human labor. And Altman isn't the only one invoking the language of God-like AI in the sky. Quote, we're creating God, unquote. An engineer working on large language models told the Vanity Fair in September, quote, we're creating conscious machines, unquote. See, now you understand, family, why, when I heard they were firing this guy, this is the first thing to pop into my mind. Because I knew, based on uh, uh, the last presentation where we dealt with this guy a few months ago, that artificial general intelligence was the thing. And it came up in some of the more recent uh, research, but I just didn't get to it. It's like, you know, I'm trying to get to all this stuff, and sometimes I just don't get to it. They say in April, Tesla CEO and OpenAI co-founder Elon Musk, who recently launched his own AI chatbot called Grok, despite warning about the possibility of an evil AI outsmarting humans and taking over the world for many years, told Fox News that Google co-founder Larry Page, quote, wanted a sort of digital super intelligence, unquote, which would eventually become, quote, basically a digital god, if you will, as soon as possible, unquote. The reason OpenAI exists at all is that Larry Page and I used to be close friends, and I would stay at his house in Palo Alto, and I would talk to him late in the night about AI safety, Musk said, quote, 
at least my perception was that Larry was not taking AI safely, uh, AI safety seriously enough, unquote. Uh, Musk rage quit OpenAI in 2018 over disagreements with the company's direction, a year before Altman was appointed CEO. For someone so dead set on artificial general intelligence, the only trouble is that Altman still sometimes sounds very hazy on the details. Quote, the vision is to make AGI figure out how to make it safe, figure out the benefits, he told the Financial Times in a vague statement that lacks the degree of specificity you would expect from the head of a company talking about its number one goal. But to keep the ball rolling in the meantime, Altman told the newspaper that OpenAI will likely ask Microsoft for even more money following a $10 billion investment by the tech giant earlier this year. Quote, there's a long way to go and a lot of compute and a lot of compute to build out between here and AGI, he told the Financial Times, arguing that, quote, training expenses are just huge, unquote. OpenAI is also conveniently allowing its own board to decide when we've reached artificial general intelligence, according to the company's website, suggesting there's clearly plenty of wiggle room when it comes to an already hard-to-pin-down topic. So they won't know when they've hit the point of artificial general intelligence, Brother Tut, until they decide decided that they've hit the point of artificial general intelligence. But what if Altman has come up with this other futuristic uh, chip that has allowed him to get to that point without the others, particularly the other board members, even knowing that that's what he's done. Okay? And in some manner, he has been able to project this artificial general intelligence where he knows that it exists without question. Kind of like CERN, right? Where the people that work with in CERN are clear on the inter- interdimensional aspects of it. That's why they sent a host of different things that they had uh, through, that they had acquired throughout history. They just didn't know what they were going to be confronted with at what time frame, so they just sent a host of things through this time portal that is CERN. You remember that, Bev? Yeah, we did a, a series on that. Yeah, different okay. languages. And that kind of thing, because they didn't know what they were going to run into on the other side. Right. Uh, God particle my ass. They weren't looking for no God particle. They were looking for particles that they could spin uh, fast enough uh 
where they could basically open up avenues of the universes and allow for entities to come here and uh, by, by definition allow for them to send people from this dimension to other dimensions. They close by saying this, whether we'll all be witnesses to a divine ascension of technology or heck, a robot that can help middle schoolers with their homework remains unclear at best. Even Altman seemingly has yet to figure out what the magic intelligence in the sky will mean for modern society. But one thing is for certain, it'll be an extremely expensive endeavor, and he's looking for more investment. You see, family, uh, I ain't presumptuous enough to tell people that practice Islam what Islam is all about because I don't know what Islam is all about. I'm not presumptuous enough to tell Christians what Christianity is all about because I don't know what Christianity is all about. So I cannot, by definition, be presumptuous enough to tell uh, uh, Jews what Judaism is all about because I don't know what it's all about. And I'm going to go out on a limb because I know it's strong enough to withstand what I'm saying. I don't know anybody in any of them three religions that know so much about all three of them, all of them closely connected, right, that they can stand before anybody and tell you that they know what it's all about because they don't. And to fight over those things and put humanity at risk because you feel as though Yours is better than everybody else's. It's fallacy in the first phase and needs to be buried. I don't care who got what. Inconceivable for you to think that you know everything about a religion that you subscribe your entire life to. If you do, then you shouldn't have a problem because you should be prophetic beyond prophecy. Okay? You should be able to tell anybody everything that they want to know about their religion. Otherwise, you are just like 99 point, no, let me put it this way, 109.9999, that's everybody on the planet. You know uh, uh, pretty much what you know, but you don't know everything, which means you're still in learning mode. And we should treat all religions like that. And anybody that's trying to come here with four horses are confirming the title of this particular forum, Sister Bear, that they may be the, there may be a four horsemen of the apocalypse, but I'd be damned if they ain't a jackass pulling up the rear. And for those of you who think you know everything about a particular religion, that's exactly what you are. You are jackass pulling up the rear, putting everybody else at risk. I'm tired of talking, Bear. All righty, let's open up the lines here. And so, family, don't forget, please send Dr. Robert X uh, some donations so um, we can keep him here so he can get some more products here for his health. All right, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go to seven zero eight eight three seven. Seven zero eight eight three seven. Okay. Let's go to go to Mike. 
Hey, how you doing, Ben? Rob? Hotel oh, great, Hotel. great. Okay. I heard you talking about uh, nitric oxide. Now, I have some nitric oxide with arginine nitrate in capsules. Yes. yes. That I got from uh, the vitamin store. Yes, so do I. Okay. But I always like to get the stuff by itself if I can get it. It's like zinc. I prefer to mm-hmm. get zinc that's 100% zinc as opposed to zinc with something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you say, finding it by its lonesome is kind of difficult. Yeah. But anyway, you know, um, I was looking. I ran across a video by accident. I was just doing some strolling, I guess, whatever they call it, trolling, strolling. Yeah. And I ran across this video of the Latin Kings in Chicago, you know, over in, in Little Village, over in that area. With them. Went to school. With we them. know that. I went to school, high school with a lot of them. Okay. So we know that Sexy Red says she down with Trump because the hood is down with Trump, right? Yep. Well, what I found when I looked at that video, I just happened up on it. I found mm-hmm. out that the Latin Kings is down with Trump, too. So this this is a phenomenon that you know they they they're not going to be able to stop it. It's just not going to happen. When the when people like that saying they down with Trump, those yeah. are that's that's it. That that's checkmate. Ain't nothing you know, left. Eight nine of you, right? The eight nine of you fools who who think Trump is is the worst thing that ever happened. You know, it's just eight or nine of y'all, so y'all are irrelevant. And you know something, so Mike? They never had the numbers. That's why they had to cheat and lie to do the things that they do. Because if they had the numbers, they wouldn't have to do that. You correct. No, no, no question about that. No question about that. That's obvious. But I don't think that there's going to be enough. Uh, they're going to have to do too much stealing this in this next election if they don't try to kill him. And I think even if they try to kill him, that I think that the blowback on that would be extremely ugly. You know? I agree. But I think that they, I, 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 all I can see from where I sit, that's the only thing they can do to him. Yep. You know, there's nothing left, left else for them to do except take him out. Well, than you know, that, because they threw, they threw their case out. In New York, didn't they, Rob? Which one? Uh, the 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 one where they were saying he had overvalued his property or some foolishness. Didn't oh, they throw that the, out? Not, but it's not. They huh? threw eighty percent. They threw 80% of it out. Okay. Okay. But it ain't going nowhere because it, it it just has no validity. What the judge is yeah, saying I mean, is he's a real estate agent, and the attorney right, general. And that she's a real estate agent as well. Not only are they real estate agents, but they are appraisers. Yes. So they, they know how much property is worth. That's the business what they're saying. With the same footage, okay, with the same square footage, is worth far more than a building in Chicago. With the same square footage, it's location. Oh, of and right, a building. Just like this. Is going to yeah, well, um, no a building in Florida or a piece of property in Florida 
is going to do exactly the same thing. So it's a regional thing as well. Of course. Like, I mean, even in Chicago, we know you could have the same building on the north side that you got on the south side, but one is worth five times much more money, the same problem. So it's just based on where it's located. And, and then again, you know, you have to be really just, I don't know, think people are just absolute idiots to think that a bank would lend you some money based on your assessment of how much what you have is worth. They're, they're yeah. not going to take a look at it and make an assessment themselves. I mean, that's just stupid, you know, on the surface, you know. <laughs> but you know something, Mike? There's a common theme among all these people. If you look at it, you can really, really see it. Most of these people and that judge uh, that's dealing with this thing is no different. They all have a level of degeneracy about them. You know what I'm saying? Lesbians, homosexuals, trannies, etc. And it's like oh, no question. You, what you see that keep popping up in all these particular cases is these people uh, being butthurt, all right, because this man is a straight heterosexual, and they can't stand it. Right. Not only is he a straight hetero, he's unfiltered, which is yes. what people prefer. Yes. You know? We we don't need no backstabbing ass so called liberal ass goddamn Democrat talking shit, okay? That's right. Cause I, cause we know ain't none of y'all shit, so we just rather hear it up front. That's right. You know, we don't need the pretext. Joe Brown on the program, he didn't get it then, but I found it interesting, Sister Bear, that he got it now mm-hmm. since he was on the program. We told him what? Tell the truth and be authentic, man. Tell the yeah, truth. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's what he's doing. <laughs> well, no, no, that, that was too late for him now. He, he needs to say before Election Day. But anyway, I'm going to let somebody get, else get on a hotel for y'all and uh, take care of yourself. Okay, hotel. I don't think the judge really wanted to be the mayor. That's a lot of work for his age. That's why I say I, I could see him in the Senate or the House of Representatives, something like that. I don't, yeah, well, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I could see him being a uh, the the major player in a in an organizational structure that allows mm-hmm. for him direction to people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that. Memphis requires a lot, and it's obvious because they didn't put that man in office. And I just can't imagine that somebody would vote for anybody else that has the verbal acumen and skills that that brother got, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did. Hello? You're going out. You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, I've oh, been okay. talking for quite a bit okay. But you know, baby. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm just glad that he he is. I, I saw part of that because it was like two hours or something. So, I, but I saw part yeah, of I it. Yeah, I sat there and watched the whole thing. <laughs> well, I know he gonna he gonna have to adhere to the truth because the thing the path that I was taking him down is now mm-hmm. open. Whether he want to go down that path or not, he got to go down it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Man, all right. That's good. Mm-hmm. Go, uh, you know, do his thing. Or go ahead, man. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, Philadelphia. What's up, sister man? What's up, brother Rob? Better love, family. How y'all? Okay. Great. Better love. Um. Now, brother Rob, I ain't gonna treat you like no celebrity because I know you don't like it. I ain't gonna, you know, say too much. But um, on the twenty seventh, I mean, um, last week, um, seven of my cousins, their father, best friends, with me at Bujamal. Oh um, yeah, UK. I forgot about that. Yes, I'm okay. Um, Go ahead. He passed away. Uh, sister Beth, if you can play that tomorrow, it's cool. You can you can play it tomorrow. I'll play it's it. Cool. I'm, okay. I'm okay. Sorry about um, happened? Say that again. Well, one of Mumia Abu Jamal's best friends is seven of my cousins' father. Um, he passed away last week, and we went to his funeral on Saturday. Um, Pam Africa was there; she gave a speech. Um, so Mumia does Mumia does a weekly broadcast on Prison Radio, and um, he, you know, he gave a, 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 a you know a, a farewell address to him. And that's what I sent you, and that's what I sent Sister Beth. And um, and then he uploaded it, like, two days later, I guess, like, on Monday or something like that. But, um, you know, he was a hero to everybody in the community. And I, I think the creator that I've had the opportunity to know him, I think mm-hmm. the creator that I had the opportunity to be around people from the move. Um, you can't buy them, man. There ain't no store you can go to where you can buy that kind of experience. No, you no, you can't. And um, even though the move wasn't what they were back in the day, the little bit that I learned from him, um, what I learned from when he would bring them around the neighborhood, because, see, the move, everybody thinks the move is just in Philadelphia, but that's not the case. And everybody thinks the move was just in West Philadelphia, but that's not the case either. Like, the move had organizations, like, all throughout the United States. They little right. all plays. It just, Philadelphia was the headquarters for it. And, um, like, my heart is heavy right now because he passed. But I understand that, you know, everybody going to go. You know what I mean? Um, yep. And, you know, he was he was just like you. And, you know, since I've been a listener to this program, you know, you and Sister Bev, like, y'all are, like, I hold y'all in that same regard, too. And, um, you know, listening to what you said, that's kind of the tip he was on. You know, the move, they would do stuff like they would have raw fruit and vegetable diets for a month. Yeah. Where all they do is just eat raw vegetables. And, you know, they had the same mantra, too. You know, I'm going to go when it's my time, and I'm going to go on my terms, and I'm going to go how I want to go out, and I'm not going, you know, go to none of these hospitals and this, that, and the third. Um, you know, but I know you got enough sense, you know, if it gets too, too, too bad, or, you know, if it's that unbearable, you know. Yeah. And some things, you know, you you got to go do, but... um. You know, this 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 weekend was just I've never been to a funeral like that before in my life. Like just the African drum setting that was there, like when you walk in, um 
one of his daughters is a firefighter. Uh, my cousin Samira, she's a firefighter, and they was out there. You had, I mean, it was it was really packed. Like this man, he's touched everybody. Like he's touched everybody in some type of way. He was yeah. a carpenter. He was an electrician. He was everything, and he was a family man. Now, even though he had like eleven, twelve or so kids, brother Ross is a bad family. When I tell you he was in all their lives, like he was in all of their lives. Yeah. Now he had seven of them with um with one of my cousins. Um, she's actually my first cousin. I'm the youngest of nine kids, so all my brothers and sisters is in their fifties. One of them is sixty three, so they all older, but. So my second cousins, which are around my age, those are the ones I grew up with, and that's his kids. But my first cousin was his first wife or whatever. And, um, you know, not saying that, you know, people understand polygamy because I listen to what you just said about how the women in your life have to understand. And they got to be there and they got to understand what you're going through and the movement that you're in and what you're doing. And I've, been around that and I've been around women to understand and understand the movement and some people might not understand certain things whereas mm-hmm. take my cousin for example they might not understand like well how she had seven kids by him and then he got other kids and they the same age as her kids and then like how but when you're Muslim or you're Hebrew Israelite or you understand the true essence of quote unquote polygamy, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that's what it was, but I'm just saying women knowing their role when they have a man that is in your position that was in his position. You understand? This man, yeah. this man did all the photography for Mumir and the move, and he was one of the main ones that used to be with Pam Africa, and all of them, they'd be getting beat up and. They'd be after him, and he was in Vietnam. He came home, you, you know, he was in Vietnam. He threw a grenade into an officer's quarters. Wow. One of the reasons why he joined Move was because of his experiences in Vietnam or whatever. It's just everything you just said towards the end of the show. Yeah. It just really, it just really, it touched me because, you know, that is real. And, you know, a lot of people, they, especially when it comes to relationships, and that's kind of like what I'm dealing with, like, now in the streets, like, and I heard what you said about Cardi B, and I don't want to take up too much time, but, like, Brother Rob, to be honest with you, yeah, Sukiyana, you can, you can YouTube Sukiyana. Sukiyana is, like, really, Sukiyana might be on the program. I ain't even going to hold you. These people listen to programs like this. These people are on this type of stuff. Zucchiana says she likes conscious brothers. She stuck her tongue out and was like, I want them to turn me good. I want daddy to turn me good. That's what she said. Yeah. yeah I'm always in the conscious community. I always with Cardi B since her claim to fame on Love & Hip Hop and when she got on Love & Hip Hop and then she went to Instagram. She's always been outspoken, though. She's always been quote-unquote anti-government but still totes the line to get her money and it's and like you said she's the bad yeah do what you got to do to get your bread by all means but don't bring the kids into it and i don't think it's cardi b i don't think it's sukiana i don't think it's sexy red or nobody else 
None of this new hoary glorification city girls, I don't think it's their fault that their music gets played at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. No. It's, them damn, it's, it's damn Old Testament's fault that it gets played 12 o'clock in the afternoon. It's memes floating around. Right now, Instagram and Twitter and every social media app you can think of about how these Jews run the porn industry. I didn't know. I, I really didn't know the extent. Like, from day one uh, going back to the early 1900s, and they are clear that they need to be proud of it and not run away from it because they have been controlling it for over 100 years now, singularly. Brother Rob, they control everything. Like, it's yeah. a like it's a it's a problem. They control your demise and they control your uplifting at the same time. Now yeah. I hear what a lot of people are saying, and I know they control both sides because they control Hamas. Like I told y'all before, family, I'm not dogmatic. I'm not one of those idiots in religion. I listen to everything I know in Hinduism. Who they call Brahma? <clears throat> Brahma okay. is really Abraham. You know what I mean? So I'm not yeah. one of those. I'm not one of those Muslims that's so orthodox that I don't understand reality. I don't understand what's going on because if you really understand the esotericness of, that ain't even a word, but I made it one. If you understand the essence and the esoteric stuff that comes along with religion, you would know that they are all one. And the Quran specifically tells you, you will never have enough knowledge. So to sit back, anybody that's Muslim, anybody that's any religion, to sit back and think you have it all, you committing one of the biggest forms of sin right then and there because it tells you in your scriptures you will never have it all. And you only going to learn the things that you didn't have and that you are acquiring to get when you die. That's when the creator, that's when you'll figure out, you know, what's going on and what's what. But for these Muslims over there that's so headstrong on what they believe and how they believe, which a lot of it be Arab dogma. It, it, it don't even got nothing to do with Islam, for real, for real. But well, um, change, look up, because you, you mentioned esoteric. Look right. up the word, and then look it up. Abra, speaking of Abraham, Kadabra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, so I watched another program, and they were talking about Abra Kadabra. It doesn't that now that comes from that comes from. Arabia, right? That word I know is an Arabic word. That's what they say. But you look at the word Abra, uh-huh. and you got Abraham right there before you go any further. Right. And we know all three of them religions mm-hmm. do, in fact, have an esoteric side to all of them. Yes, they do. And, Brother Rob, you know what's crazy? For anybody, especially a Muslim, to sit up here and say, um, you know, they don't like this group, they don't like that group, they don't like this group. In the Quran, it tells you even those that are Jews, Christians, Sabians, Gnostics, and Zoroastrians are wrong in what they believe in. They, they're, they're not wrong in basically it's, it, 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 it got to do with time. That it's was their time. Interpretation. That's you correct. have your time. But yes. you don't attack nobody. You don't attack nobody because they're Jew. You don't attack nobody because they're Christian. You don't attack nobody because they're atheist. 
You don't even attract nobody that worships Satan because that's them. If you if you got strong if if, if you strong rooted in what you believe in, you really yeah. shouldn't be attacking nobody or you, like you know what I mean. Throwing acid and like that's not even Islam. Half the stuff they be doing all these Islamic terrorists. Why are y'all saying that? Where do it say girls can't go to school? Where do it say that? At? Where, where like where where does it say like in these acts that they're doing is wrong? And another thing about Palestine. Now I know. How can I put it? We got our problems. It's a bigger issue going on in the Congo. It's a bigger issue going on right here in the United States. But we do got to have some type of sympathy for the Palestinians at the same time because what's happening to them overtly is happening to us subliminally because they got us controlled too. The same people that got them under control got us under control, but their belief is so strong in what they believe in kind of like get at them on the physical tip. See, us, they doing that to us. It's happened to Jews by Gentiles, and it's happened to Jews by other Jews. And the clearest example of that is the Ashkenazi deciding that they're going to remove the Orthodox, so they want to shoot them up with the venom. And as a result, Israel has the highest death rate per capita in any so-called white country on the planet. It's because they government, the Ashkenazi, made the Sephardics take the stuff when they knew that there were specific ingredients in the venom that would not not kill or make fatal the Ashkenazi. They knew that going in. Maybe, maybe... Maybe one of the reasons why, because it happened every three years. Every three or four years, they do the same thing. It's just for me, it's the overkill. It's the overkill, and it's and it's how they set it up. It's how the hood is set up here. When you look at gentrification, it's settlements. The same thing they got over there in the West Bank in, in Palestine. It's That's settlements. Right. That's how they start their settlements. When you look at how we killing each other. They ain't got to drop bombs on us like they're doing over there. We're killing each other in the same manner and the same amount of people that's getting killed over there is the same amount of people that's getting killed over here. We just They just then droned us out and psyched people's brains out to do it to each other. We're going through the same thing. It's called conditioning. They are our common enemy. My, one of my brother-in-laws, sister, uh, sister Bevan, brother Rob family, one of my brother-in-laws, this man is a, used to be a, four or five years ago, you couldn't un, unattach him from the couch and CNN and MSNBC and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Now he's singing a different tune. Wow. Now he, he's noticing Israel lies and all that and, and everything like So, you know, now that they're in this period, like you always say, brother Rob, we, they are at their most dangerous. Like, we really got to watch these people now. Yep. They they are their most dangerous selves. They see the world. Even though these protests and everything is orchestrated by them for some type of sympathy. I don't, like, they crazy as hell. It has Why made, are you organizing? It has made them uncloak themselves. So anybody that's looking critically... There's no way you can't see it because they are announcing that we Jews and we ain't accepting this at all. We ain't accepting right. it. From, so you know we ain't accepting it from nobody else. 
Right. But see, these people, I don't, it, it, I don't know. Uh, it, it's going to be, it's, it's up. It's going to be forever up. And all these people that's coming over here, there's no way I go to school, I come home, my house blowed up, my aunt torso right there, that's my mom's head, my little brother arm right there. Oh, wow. I know that's my sister's thigh. She had that birthmark right there. Damn. That person, that person is going to be forever vengeful. These people is going to be forever vengeful. Have you seen any of the video, the real video, showing all these people in pieces? Have you seen any of that video? Brother Rob, I watched an hour. You can't get away from it on Twitter or on TikTok. Like, you really can't get away from it. And this is not AI-generated videos. This is real people's cell phone clips of this stuff. What is happening over there right now, I know we black. We got our own lane we got to be in. Yo, what's happening over there is utter evilness. Yo, I watched an hour-long video. It brought tears to my eyes of what they was peeling this little girl off of a blanket. Yep. Her body was melted. And they, you know, people, half of their bodies is in between steel girders and concrete. Yep. As they digging through the rubble and it's people under there. It's people under there alive. They halfway alive. They go pull these people out. They they body come out. They legs still stay down there. Now they die. And it's nothing but kids. All you seeing is babies and kids, yo. Yep. I ain't look. I ain't lost my humanity for the Palestinians. Okay. That's not what I'm saying mm-hmm. at all. All right. Um, oh no 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 no. I mean you. I'm just saying it's. I've seen the video and a more than an hour of it. And man, it's gruesome. Okay? But Life changes. All these wars are gruesome. That's why they don't want you to see it. Okay? Because if you see it, you will be repulsed by it. So they've made a conscious decision that they don't want people, that's why the sisters come in. They don't want people to see the results of what these people are doing. And my thing is, I've watched them do this so many times that it's not new to me. I've been watching it for as long as I can remember. These people have been doing this. Okay, this ain't new. Uh, thank, thank you. More no problems with the battle. We got to see more footage of what's going on in the Congo, though. That's what we do got to see. But Hotel and better love. Hotel family. Hotel. Better love. Thank you. Yeah, I, I have a lot of sensitivity for what these people have done to the Palestinians. But I just have been watching it for so long. It's like I can't watch. I said this a few weeks ago, Bear. All the death gets to me. I can't watch it. I know it. I don't look at it. I don't want that. But I can't look at it. Uh, so, let me open this line up. Six six three zero six three zero. Area code. Better love, better love. Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, okay, we can. Man. 
sound like you're in the middle. You sound like you're in the washing machine in the the drying cycle, but that's all right. Go ahead. Um, yeah, that's where I'm kind of I'm at work, so I had to sneak away a little bit. But um, I wanted to say is, um, Uncle Rob, I know you don't, you know, I remember the first time I seen you, uh, Auntie Bell, when Myra Rice was on, and I seen Robert X. And I'm like, who is this guy, Robert X? And then I remember reading the passage right out the pen and it said, don't be deceived. And that's what made me. It wasn't, it was just a passage, it was just a, a quote. Don't be deceived. And ever since then, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't know about the vaccine. I wouldn't know about what's going on with the Jews. I wouldn't know anything if it wasn't for you. And I commend you. I have love for you and thank you so much. I'm getting emotional about it because I'm seeing people die. Yeah. I see it. I see it. And if it wasn't for the program up there, you you right along with them. And everybody from uh from Tugmos to from uh from from, from Eddie. Everybody, yes. I just want to say I appreciate you guys because well, I know this is divine and this is necessary. And I thank you. You are worthy of your honor. And just thank you. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you so I much. You. Yes, we appreciate you. Hotel and better love. That's, hotel. That's what we're here for. That's right. Better love. Okay, General. Yeah, what up? What up? Y'all hear me? It's a yeah, good time to be alive, my brother. <laughs> yeah, that last brother that just talked, man, y'all made my eyes start sweating, man. Stop it, man. Okay, my- been, y'all made my eyes start sweating there, brother. Uh, uh, what kind of work you do when I, you know, make that money? Be careful, man. Pick that cotton, bro. Don't let the cotton pick you, man. You okay. can't get this on VON no day of the week, Brother West. Oh, me, me, man. I listen for like five minutes, man. I can't listen to the clowns, man. I told y'all I got ADD, man. Okay? I can't yes, listen sir. to stupid shit. I got to learn something new every day. If not, my brain will be, I'll be walking around like the rest of these dumbasses. That's right. Sucking oh, the damn, sucking the damn uh, bowel feedback loop, man. In the rain. Right. In the in the rapid in the repetitive uh, all the uh, automatic negative thinking is man I can't do that shit bro I'm gonna tell y'all uh, you better learn to control your thinking or your thinking what these fuckers do gonna control you yep okay so everybody that did all that flapping early 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 before me I might come to the end last one like hear what everybody got to say. Well, come back here next week talking the same old shit. We want to hear new stuff. Well, we got one more day, Brother West. Hopefully, I'll be able to, you know, do the program tomorrow night. Well, I'm coming tomorrow, man. Everybody, come bring something new to the table, man. I'm tired of eating the same old fucking nasty steak and leftovers, man. That go to me, too. That's what... <laughs> that, go to, that go to me, too. Huh? And so, to the bed, that's all I got right now. I thank y'all for coming. It's been a very light shield. Big shield. I love y'all. That's all, all right. I got. Love you more, Better brother. Love. 
Yes. Yes. I'll probably go back farther with this brother than anybody else on this program. I'm talking uh-huh. it's gotta be thirty some years. Okay. Wow. And he just happened. I don't know how he found out about Truth to Power, but he found me here after I was no longer on VON because I would mm-hmm. never I would never give out the name of my program or the time mm-hmm. WVON when I was calling in there because I let them know. I don't want to build anything based on me advertising on your program because I don't have no respect mm-hmm. for your program. If we're going to mm-hmm. build something on our own, we don't need you to build anything. He was a longtime caller on VON and listener. So that's how we met. We ain't never met physically, but it's like we've known each other all our lives. Yeah. Well, uh, Dr. Robert X, uh, there's no more hands raised, so we can turn in a few minutes earlier. I'm going to uh, put Willie Nelson on, and then I'm going to come back tomorrow and play it so the uh, Internet family can hear it, and also Philadelphia uh, piece, too. I'll play both of them tomorrow. So thank you again, Dr. Robert X, and uh, people, please send a donation so uh, Dr. Robert X can get the supplements that he needs to keep giving us this information. Thank you again, and better love. My Tep, Dr. X, and family. Okay. Imagine what you want And get out of the way Remember energy follows thought So be careful what you say Be careful what you ask for Make sure it's really what you want Because your mind is made for thinking And energy follows thought Your mind is in control Even when you do not know And if you let it idle Ain't no telling where it'll go Whenever you are sleeping And your dreams take you away Go on with your dreaming And listen to what they say If you hear spirits talking, their wisdom can't be bought. Comply it to your thinking, and energy follows thought.
been idle Ain't no telling where it'll go Imagine what you want And get out of the way Remember energy follows thought So be careful what you say Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.